This is the Adirondack Books and Beyond podcast. Here we go. Out a boy. Hey guys, welcome back to the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. Uh, today we have a special guest here, Adam Arquette, and uh, he's hunted up in the Adirondacks for uh, for a long time, and uh, we're interested in hearing what you have to say today. All right, let's do it. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'll be fun. Definitely. So, where yep. do you want to start? I think, think we're going to start with uh, just who got you into hunting, man. Uh, so, obviously, you know, like everybody else, my family just hunts. My gramps, huge deer hunter. He's 80 now, but hunted the Adirondacks, Vermont. He shot big bucks in Vermont, Adirondacks. And my dad's always hunted, and they always took me out, and that's really it. So Cool. Pretty much everybody's still yeah, here. Yeah, pretty much everybody. <laughs> I started hunting... Um, legally deer hunting in vermont because <laughs> we couldn't hunt here legally till you were 16 at the time you know so mm-hmm. I, which is I, crazy i started over there with my gramp i was 12 and uh i'll never forget it was um i always shot open sites because i small game hunted every day when i was a kid just open site 22 and you know shotgun and stuff sure so went to vermont it was my first year and i had used my brother's and I shot scopes, you know, it's not like I didn't know what I was doing, but I was using my brother's 6555 Swedish old Mauser <laughs> sure. with a scope on it. Well, we're out in Vermont, and I'm sitting with my gramp, and he doesn't even care to shoot deer over there anymore. And I hear bang, bang down the hill. And my gramp goes, get ready, they're shooting like that, they're not getting them, you know. Right. They're coming along. And it wasn't two minutes after that, I just, I'll never forget, I see legs coming out under a spruce but i didn't see the deer and then it pokes its head down and there's a rack on it and i'm like oh man you know here we go sure so we're in like this little cutting they had logged it and there was some stumps there and this deer comes out and it's close and i pull up and i can't see nothing all i'm seeing is <laughs> brown blur you know what I'm, yeah. is it the stump is it the deer and my gramp we're in there was like a root ball blow over and we we're sitting in that and my gramp's just this little short guy. He's five two, you know. So he's just laying there, you know, like Santa Claus. He's going. <laughs> he's going he starts whispering. The deer's standing broadside. It's probably fifteen yards away. He's going, shoot him, <laughs> shoot him. And he's got a gun. And he's just sitting there. He's like, shoot him. Well, the deer spooks and runs off. And my gramp, he's so mellow. He's the nicest guy ever. He goes, why didn't you shoot him? And I'm crying. I go, Gramp, I couldn't see him. His, my scope was on nine power. I couldn't, I couldn't see that deer. And then the guy, and then of course it's Vermont, so it got shot, you know, 200 yards shot, down the line. Man. Nice eight pointer. But yeah, that was my first. That was my first buck experience in the woods. And that's a great story. Yeah, that's man. awesome. I had, ever since, huh? I kept going. I had other experiences in Vermont, and it was, you know, it's after that. It was just, you know. Yeah, go. You're on your own. You know right, what I mean. Right. Sitting, and I always saw deer over there and stuff. But then when I turned 16, I could hunt New York. You know. And uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, right. I hunted Northern Zone because we did. Sure. And then, but you know, with opening weekend of Northern Zone, it's like, yeah, okay, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I. Southern Zone started, and I shot my first buck that opening day. I remember it snowed. We had a two-hour delay from school, 
and it was on a Mondays when Southern Zone started then. Oh, wow. Mon- I never even Mondays. knew that. Yeah. yeah. I'm 35. I don't know how old you guys are, but 30. So, yeah, it was a few years after that they switched it over to the weekend. But it always started on Mondays, and my brother would always call into that he wouldn't go to school that day, and I wasn't going to school that day either. But we'd had a two-hour delay because we had a foot of snow. Right. I shot a buck right, you know, right at daylight. So then I still had to go to school after, and I still got. I remember the bus was pulling up as we hung my deer up. So I went to school that day, and I got to go to wrestling practice and whatnot. I love those stories. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's great. great. So that was my first buck, and then uh, yeah, I've pretty much gotten one every year since. Really? Yeah. It's been really consistent. It's been a few years. I had. So I didn't get one in 2015. That's when my first daughter was born. And I didn't get one in 2020. That's when my second daughter was born. Fair enough. Yeah. And it's weird. And I'm not a super religious guy, but I will say this. I prayed when that was, I said, if I don't get a deer this year, that's fine. If that means that my kids will be healthy. Oh, dude. 100%. And and it's like, hey, whatever. I think think someone else in this room could probably vouch for that thing. He has a a kid (laughs) That'll probably be my experience moving forward, too. So I made a huge mistake with that, though, because my wife apparently comes into heat around, like, (laughs) (laughs) around, like, she'll probably listen to this, around, like, you know, January, February time, and that will put your children right into deer season. So for you guys without kids, don't. Do it. <laughs> no, wait, don't, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Uh, right. but, no, it's fine anyway. We did yeah. want to talk about that just briefly. How do you balance the the family life with the the hardcore hunter that you are? So it's been a huge change. Um, not necessarily a bad change, but it has been a change. And if you're going to be a good dad, you got to commit time for your family too. And my wife's great about you know like. When it snows, I'm going, and she knows that, and she's she's great, and she handles things at the house phenomenally, and so I get a lot of support from her. It makes it easier, but that being said, I think you'd be being selfish if you, you know, like, you could be home when you're not, Yeah, you know, things yeah. like that, so you got to pick and choose. Um, Like, I've given up. I used to spend so much more time spring scouting, like, just scouting in general all the time. Sure. Right. Different areas. That's a hobby in itself. Oh, yeah, right. oh, yeah. That's so much fun itself. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's part of the Big Woods experience, you know, and I don't know how long you guys have actually been hunting the Big Woods, but it's, like, it's more of a culture than, like, I'm going out and shooting a big buck. It's a lifestyle. Definitely. And that's what draws you in and keeps you. We've talked exactly. about that over yeah, and so, over again, yeah. man. We're learning and more that. people are catching on to that. And I think more people want that out of hunting where it's not just like, I mean, go, I've gone, I've hunted farm country and that's fun too. It's just different, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's something about, you know, and in my articles and stuff, I've said this before, but it's like, it's an adventure. That's what it is. That it's the adventure that draws you out. That's why we do it. That's why you go hunt where, you know, hey, I've been here a week. This is a great spot. I've seen two deer. Neither of them were a buck. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're like you're you're like that's reading verbatim from one of our most recent, recent podcasts because yeah. like, this is exactly is. what we've talked about. I've seen more of the Adirondacks in the last two years hunting up there than I did the entire 28 years before that. Yeah, just and it brings you in way more places. Really, I mean, you said how long we've been hunting up there. We we kind of put it in perspective. We're totally new to this. Like we are learning as we go. We've been they've been doing it for what, two years now, mm-hmm. uh, going into our third year next mm-hmm. year, and I've done it for one year. So like we're brand we're brand yeah. new to this. But it's, that's exciting though too, and you know. My advice to you would be, because you can find, um, you can read anything. You can find all kinds of stuff to read on it. Mm-hmm. 
and a lot of it's helpful, and I'll throw his name out there. Um, Hal Blood wrote a book, his first book that he wrote. You can read about the Benoit stuff, and that's all good and fine. Hal Blood wrote a book, um, his first book he wrote, and that will, you know, there's some things where it's like it's, the Adirondacks are different than Maine, but some of it is a generalized idea, and that will start you off on the right direction. But for people who want to read, like, this is what you do and this is what I need to do. You need to find your own style. You need to find what works for you and everybody's personality has got it. You got to match up with your hunting style, like who you are and what you want to get out of it. You know, if you want to shoot a giant every year, how you want to shoot a giant every year, I could go sit on a spot. You guys too, you know, that can't trail camera you were showing me earlier. Mm -hmm. You could go sit there every day and you'd get that deer. We we talked you, about that. But do you want exactly. to? Exactly. That's yeah. not exactly. that's not fun for me. Dude, 100%. That's, that's not, not how fun I want to kill him. I'd rather I'd rather be still hunting or tracking him. See, and the way I look at it is, you know, there's almost like a I don't want to say prestige, but I don't really know what the word would be for it, but like being a good tracker, there's some guys it's almost like, "Wow," you know. But realistically, anyone anyone in this room can do it. Mm-hmm. there's nothing super special about it it's the, it's the funnest way to hunt and Agreed. it's i think the most effective way to hunt in the country for the for what it is that being said i think the guy who can sit on a spot day after day mm-hmm. is tougher than any tracker 100 mm-hmm. percent. i know because mentally i i can't do it and i don't want to i say it all the time too i cannot do it i, I don't think want we all to. T- agree on that it's so tough to do so we've, we've been talking a lot of uh because we actually met i don't know if you know who brett joy is familiar with him at all um he he sits a lot and we talked to him about it for a while and we're pretty intrigued by doing it but like like you said it's the adventure of going out he's there a new, and, he's a new hampshire guy and he's he's shot some slammers over the years but yeah. he's, he's a sitter, sitter. Yeah. yeah he's a sitter he'll todd, sit in and stand all day todd mead's one of the best hunters i know yeah and and you know he has i read his that's first what he book. does yeah it's, he's just phenomenal I, and that's tough because i i couldn't do that and i even tried so you know i talked to him i'm like yeah i know i should sit here <laughs> I know I should. Yeah. And I'll yeah. I'll bring all my stuff. Well, I'm gonna sit here all day long. Ten o'clock. I'm like hmm. <laughs> I'm going over there. Hell with this. That draw of what's over the next yeah. ridge. And it's you know, and it gets you sometimes because there are days where that would be your best chance is just sitting tight, seeing what comes along. Loud crunchy mm-hmm. leaves, <sighs> you know. You're not I mean you can. I say you're not going to. I've shot them on crunchy snow where it's like how am I going to see a deer? He's just standing there. What is he doing? How is he doing? <laughs> but um, I'm going to bounce all over the place here. You're fine. So, yeah, that's fine, man. Not this year. Last year. My daughter was born last year. I did. I was hunting, and I the spot I had trail camera is blowing up, you know. And uh, all daylight, all daylight pictures of bucks. Sure. Giants. There's like 13 bucks in this one area. So I go in, and my brother was hunting with me, my my brother-in-law and stuff. So they were down lower. So I'm going around and I'd been walking all day, but I'm like, I'm going to go, I'm going to work my way through here. Cause it was raining, you know, and I, you can, so I'm going to work my way and I'm going to sit up here. So I get up to that spot. I check the camera and there's just smashers on it, you know, and they're coming through at like noon, 11, one. I'm like, and it was, I think it was noon. I don't really remember exactly the time. I always walk in front of my camera to test it. There's a reference, you know, so when you were there, if it was working or not, whatever. Mm-hmm, sure. So I check it. I go up. So I'm going to sit here until 
I think it was noon. I don't remember the time anyway. 20 minutes after I left, big 10-pointer walks right out to that scrape, would walk right out in front <laughs> no. of me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> you know? my God. That's a close. It was a, I've had quite a few of those close calls. but The, the daylight <laughs> activity is really good in the mountains. Yes. Mm. We, it's very rare for us to get uh, pictures of farm country bucks during daylight, even during the rut. But up, up north, those bucks move a ton during daylight. So... You're getting those – if that's what you're getting on your camera, that's a great spot because there still is spots a lot where mine is mostly you get nighttime pictures, you know. And, sure. and I, I really – I'd be lying if I said I knew why. I don't really have a rhyme or reason why some spots are and aren't. Does it relate to their bedding? I don't know because, like, down in this region of the Adirondacks here, it seems different. Like, they more relate to, like – this is a bedding area that they use more often, whereas up north, other areas of the Adirondacks I hunt, there seems to be, like, literally no pattern to where they bed. That's it's, what we've noticed, yeah. It is just, like, and, you know, we say we're patterning bucks, but really don't. You do. I mean, mm-hmm. down here, you but up, you don't. Like, and I had cameras and spots for, you know, 10 years in a row, and I see these bucks co- grow from, you know, yearlings it's can't really tell but like two to you sure know, seven right. eight mm-hmm. and there's no like they'll come there twice a season and you never see them again hitting these scrapes and stuff that's it sometimes three hmm. it's it's weird you know when you uh so i ask a lot of people this like when you think of like a core area for a buck in the mountains what what do you picture that being do you picture that being like one one specific area on one mountain do you picture it being many mountains that he uses that and he has several core areas or so it seems like you can get like almost two different kinds of bucks in the adirondacks you get like a homebody i'll call them and i'll see it on my camera where i get them throughout the season you know they show up the most mm-hmm. he lives there somewhere right and then you get these ones that's like where did he come from but they'll come through every year that same one you don't know where he's coming from. Does he have a core area somewhere else? I don't know. I think some of them are just nomads. Mm-hmm. Right. And they just wander, and they don't really have – or their core area will be, you know, five or six miles. Me and my right. brother have had buck, the same buck on camera like six miles away from – Believe it. Wow. You know. So it's a huge area. And like the area we were talking about earlier. Sure. Where my camera was stolen to where, you know, another spot, it's like – that. You'll see them bucks. Oh yeah, at some time, sure. Which they'll is come one through. point or another. Crazy. They'll, I mean, they'll cover. They'll cover that in a day. Yeah, up there. I oh, mean, well, when you're tracking them, you'll find out some <laughs> days. It's like, wow, I'm in another town. Hey, somebody picked me up. I'm, you know, absolutely. I'm nine miles from my truck. Right. And that's a reality. Sure. Well, Corey well, and I, Corey and I ran into a guy up at a uh, up at a bar, and uh, he was had something. He knew something about them collar and deer. Up, yeah. up where we were. There's a yard, uh, the way he described it, a yard out back of his house that the state came in and said, well, we're going to we're gonna collar some of the deer just to see how far they're actually traveling to this yard from where they're spending most of their fall range or what yeah. their fall range was. And correct me if I'm wrong, I believe he said a lot of the bucks were coming from upwards of 15, 20 miles away just to come to this To come to the yard. yard. I believe it. I'm yeah. like, that Which is, is insane. insane. That is so far for a deer to walk. It's oh, so yeah. far for us to walk, much sure. less that, yeah. but... Yeah, I shot a big eight pointer one year. It was way out in West Canada Lakes Wilderness, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's remote, remote, wicked. And cutting him up, he had a pellet in his ass, like from a pellet gun. Like somebody had shot him in the ass with a pellet gun. And I'm thinking, no way. But then I got thinking, 
he probably went to a town in a bird feeder was eating a bird feeder or yep. somebody's shrubs and they shot him with that to get yeah. him out of there and it's like i'm i what mean you doing out here i yeah. said the wilderness area i don't need to say anymore you know sure, it's sure. like unbelievable oh, yeah, where yeah. did he go you know because i doubt it was some you know 12 year old back there camping with his dad hey right. i'm gonna shoot this thing you know? highly unlikely yeah, yeah it yeah. didn't happen and so we've that's talked crazy. about the uh this just about bucks roman we've talked about the age structure that exists up there that you don't really see around here i mean you're talking about bucks that are truly dominant up north and have the body and the antlers oh, go with it so that really increases the amount of foot traffic because now you have bucks that are really patrolling their areas and keeping other dominant bucks out the, potentially yeah the buck to doe ratio is a lot better mm-hmm. um and like I, I especially i tell guys who just start coming up or come up to hunt with me it's like you're just as likely to see a 10 pointer as you are a spike horn and that's the truth sure. i i really think that yeah i mean you're waiting but it's like you're gonna see an eight pointer there's and there's piles of two and three year olds mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean, there's a lot of We've them. seen way more rack bucks than we have little bucks up there. Oh, Usually gosh. if we run into a buck, he's got some headgear on him. Yeah, yeah I think sometimes it has to do with the winter before. I think if you get a hard winter before, sometimes those yearling, the fawns don't make it. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't really see, and like, well, you know where my camp is, so they're the winters, that's like Russia compared to down here. Right. You know? right. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, but I don't see, I mean, me, I don't, there's years where there's like less deer, but I'll still find big bucks. Right. You know. Let me yeah, steer this, you let me steer you towards bare grounding. Let's go with it. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you like to? I mean, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer snow any day. But sure. no, I I just love being in the woods. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm out there when I can. So mm-hmm. bare ground, yeah. What what's good about bare ground hunting is you learn more. I said you I say that when you're tracking a buck, you will learn more about that buck's area, and he will show you everything. He will show you the signpost rubs. He'll show you the scrapes. You'll learn a lot in a day, and that's great if you go to – we'll throw a name out there. Say you go to Lake Placid. You never hunted there. You mm-hmm. get on a big track. You're going to learn more in that one day tracking that buck, especially if you track him for five or six hours rather than just you shoot him 300 yards from the truck. Right. right? Mm-hmm. right. You're going to learn more about that area, and then you know what? Guess what? You might not hunt there for years, but when it snows there nowhere else, you know where you're going. You know where the scrapes were. You know where those trails were. Mm-hmm. You know where to go find a track. You don't need to scout it. It's already been done for you when you track that buck. Mm-hmm. So you got to file those places away, and you got to just watch. And if it's down here or you want to change it up a bit, like, well, I'm sick of hunting this mountain. You, you build know. your own sort of his- historical data yeah. reference. And that's, yep. Yeah, so I... I had done an article before, and the guy was asking me that, and it didn't come out in the article like I had said, you know, but it kind of got misunderstood a little bit. It's when I'm scouting, and, you know, people are like, I'm patterning in this buck. I pattern areas. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to see, and your trail cameras will do that for you. You're going to want to see, all right, they're coming through here in this area the 13th to the 18th. They're really pounding these scrapes. That's great if you're sitting obviously mm-hmm. you know when they're sure. there for daylight activity right and we'll stick to bare ground because i'm going to talk all day about tracking anyway so <laughs> Good. you know we like best that. for last yeah, yeah so like but on but that is a that's when you go that's where you pick up your track mm-hmm. you don't just wander aimlessly like i'm right. going here i mean here here right right so but yeah but i pattern areas so like i'll know you know placid saranac tupper have them all have spots on all of them that's fun 
Yeah, and that's fun that's anyways. Great. Very fun. Right? So, and then it's, all right, well, it's snowing. I'm driving yep. because right. I'm going to drive two and a half hours to hunt on snow versus five minutes behind my house yeah. mm-hmm. on leaves. And I, and I like how you say that you don't pattern a buck, you pattern an area because uh, that completely makes sense to me. I couldn't tell you how a certain buck moves through one particular mountain, but I can tell you how the deer move through that particular mountain. Exactly. It, yeah. And it's funny you bring that up. Uh, I'm just, just a mountain that pops right into my head is uh we went up and hunted and i tracked a buck and end up seeing him but didn't get a shot because my peep was full of snow mm-hmm. but uh and then it was what a week later i think we went back up there same exact area where i tracked that buck a uh, week prior and just like that got right back on another buck and Corey and i came damn close to killing yep. him yeah it's and it's just like pattern yep. there i knew there would probably be another buck yeah cruising through that saddle and that's and that's but there are areas i've found and i've i've shot some Real nice bucks in this area, um, and this is up north. It's you know these few weeks is good, and then Thanksgiving time, which is my favorite time. Me too. Mm-hmm. They're gone. I've gone in there to look for a track. They are gone, and it doesn't seem to matter if it's deep snow, light snow. They're just gone. Where they go, I don't know. Why they're there? Those, you know, Halloween to the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. But after the twentieth, I don't even find a track in there. That's I don't wild. Know why? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, so the weather the weather really is getting right right about Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then you get in there. Yeah, <laughs> in the sun. And I've fun. learned, and I and I still have to get taught that lesson sometimes because you'll get these bucks on camera, and I'm like, I'm gonna go out here. <laughs> And it's like you've done this three, four times. <laughs> sure. When are you going to learn? Because it's a, it's a six mile loop, and wow, I didn't find a deer track until I was back to the truck where I started, <laughs> right. and there they are. You yeah. know? Yeah. curiosity kills us sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. But you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. Yeah. You gotta go. It's like the mystery that just itch. keeps yeah. keeps bringing you back. The mystery of why they do that. Yeah, why yeah. they do that. Let's go and try figuring out. You know, more. like we were talking before we started. Um, you know, it's everybody's like, oh, is this crew in there? Is this crew seeing this? This crew? I don't want to know. I'd rather just go in there than this big, huge buck that I've been after. It's like you'd like to know if he's dead. You'd go somewhere else, but at the same time, do you really want to know? No, because it'll ruin your season. It sounds like it sounds like him talking. Yeah. He says talk, that we got to talk more often. Right? <laughs> so. We talk about like I almost don't. I don't want all that information because it's going to affect yes. the way I hunt. And if I don't know it, I'll just hunt exactly, and I'll exactly. do a lot better. And you know, I I say I don't talk to people, but I get. A lot of people reaching out to me and they're oh yeah, yeah, and talking and fine. I mean, you guys did, you know. Yeah. And we share information. Sure. But it's like I'm getting more information now, and it's like I'm not even asking you for this. Like, sure, sure. <laughs> like right. guys, guys, like, well, you, you keep sending me these buck pictures. I'm gonna come in there and kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't. Yeah, you better just stop right now yeah. because I'm starting to like, man, maybe I better wander over there a little bit. You know, <laughs> and I don't like to do that, but. Well, I, uh, uh, I hope that it, it seemed respectful because I tried to be good to you, man. No, it's fine. I just want you to know that I reached out because we we thought what you were doing was awesome and we don't we don't reach out to just ever you know yeah, any old no, guy it's great that's fine you clearly have been here done that man let me throw this at you it's uh it's just a beautiful november day there is no snow so we're still on the bare ground yep. where are you heading first like where what what kind of what's the date what kind of country are you heading into what's first uh let's say it's the first week of november first week of november i'm going to a scrape primary scrape yep absolutely and where are you going to find that uh it depends i mean deer relate to different terrain where they live it's you know Southern Adirondacks, you're on the ridges. You're in the steep shit, those flats, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. 
We got oaks down here, which add, which is why our racks are bigger. Biggest rack bucks are in southern Adirondacks. Sure. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yep. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to those oak flats. I'm not even really so much does yet. It's just those scrapes. Right. Halloween, Halloween through. That's, and you'll find it mountain to mountain. You'll find it's different. Oh you know? yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's like all right. Well, they're they're hammering these scrapes from you know. Halloween area, then there's like seems to like be like a pause sometimes, mm-hmm. and then it's like all right, thirteenth to the twentieth, they're there and they're sure. daylight and they're constant. And so when you where do these bucks come from? So you? when you say you're going to a scrape, are you hunting a scrape line, still hunting it, or are you sit? I know you said you don't like to I'll sit. sit. You no, won't. I'll sit. That's okay. the best way. If it's if it's loud, crunchy leaves, you sit right on that. Right. Sit right on the scrape line. It's mm-hmm. if you're having daylight pictures, especially. Right. But yeah, anywhere in there, they're gonna be running though too. They're gonna mm-hmm. be traveling. They're I mean. Be- the, the, you know, around then, the first week of November, I think there's still scrapes. But when you get into, like, later on, they're going to start yeah. chasing dolls. You, you bring up scrapes. Up. And, the, and what I've noticed from, I mean, hunting farm country and this, my first year in the mountains, is there's just so many scrapes. They scrape like crazy up there. Well, there's more mature bucks. So that's where mm-hmm. you're getting that more sign from. Right. Um, and that's, you, yeah, mature bucks make sign. But I do a lot of your scraping activity still at night. Mm-hmm. It still yeah. is. Yep. Sure. Yep. So it's, you, you know, the odds are against you. You know, right. mm-hmm. of them coming through in daylight, but but they will. Yeah, you know, and that. What else are you gonna do? Wander around crunching. But that being said, I'll sit there for a couple hours and I'll be like, I gotta go. So yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Right. Like I'll scout. So sure. you know, warm those warm November, early days. Yeah, I'm usually just wandering around looking for sign. This is cool. Yeah, That's man. What I and mean. I do think if to an extent, um, I think if you kind of ease along and don't sound too much like a hunter, I think you could get a buck to come check you out if you're crunching through the Absolutely. leaves. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you. I have you a weird theory on that. Yeah. yeah Go ahead, man. So, and it's, it's, you know, and it's probably just whatever. But I've always said this. If you're just, I feel like animals can sense intent. And I don't want to get too crazy out there. But I'm going to say this. I feel like they can sense your tension, your whatever. And I will, I have walked up on deer in the woods. Just chill, like, cool there's a deer mm-hmm. don't make eye contact never walk by <laughs> and they look at you like this i have videos on my phone of me doing this talking to them like an idiot you know <laughs> and and it, i mean not sure a, a 130 inch buck isn't going to stand there and be like hey sure. <laughs> but i really think there's something to it and i can if i can relate it to anything it's this you're walking down the street you see a dog the dog looks at you wags its tail goes back to doing what's doing you don't even recognize no that worry. dog. You're walking down the street now, and you see a dog, and the dog's like this. <laughs> Side-eyeing. <laughs> and his hair standing up on his back, and he's going like this. Yeah. You're on edge because yeah, man. that dog is an asshole. It's a great dog. <laughs> yeah. So, I, and I think that has something to do with it. Think of how many times a deer will walk through the woods. Well, you can go to Inlet or Old Forge or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's bears out all over the place. Mm-hmm. These deer are walking by these bears. Bears are still predators. <laughs> There's oh, bears mm-hmm. everywhere in Old yeah, Forge. Yeah, there is. I got a yeah. bear school in the truck, actually. Oh, cool. We'll be checking that year. out. But uh, I think there – I really do think there's something to it. And I don't think it's going to, like, change your game with shooting a buck. But I think that you just – chill, not worked up. Mm-hmm. You sound like a predator. They're going to think you're a predator. Yeah. Right. I have shot box – you know, we'll get into that with the tracking, but I've shot bucks on leaves just casually walking. Not even nothing. Just mm-hmm. walking along, don't give a shit. Yep. There's one. Bang. Yep. I've done it on snow. You hear people talk. The death creep. I've shot bucks with a death creep, and that works. Mm-hmm. But if they can hear me at all, 
if it's loud, if it's even like crunchy snow, I don't sneak. You just I walk don't, up to them. I don't. I don't walk any faster mm-hmm. than I can see. Okay. So if I can't see everything, I'm walking too fast. But if oh. I can see. I'll, I'll save that. Yeah, dude, I'm going to let you go okay. crazy with the snow because I'm so interested in all that. All right. We're going to talk about the finishing the track. But, yeah, so leaves, dry leaves, it's more scouting. How, how about this? How about, uh, you know, we run into a lot of times where you come into an area that's just covered up in, in slammer rubs. Like, clearly this is a very big buck making these rubs. Is there a certain way you try to go about trying to figure out this deer or where he's hanging? Or do you just associate it probably, depending on where it is, with fairly random rubbing? So, like, clusters of rubs, you mean? Yeah, like, it, so many times we'll just be out bear ground hunting, and you'll come into a spot that's got a couple scrapes on it, and he has just rubbed the shit out of this area, and it's a big buck. So there's usually more than one buck. That's, and that's what it comes down to. That's yeah. more than one. Um, when you get up north, there's more bucks down here. You get up north, you won't see that as much. Mm-hmm. And that's there's less deer. There's right. less bucks. And those two-year-olds and three-year-olds... They're like horny teenagers, so uh, they make tons of rubs, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and that so they can be deceiving too. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, there's, well, you know, I've got, I've seen spike horns rub, signpost rubs, you know, and it's like that's just for scent, but they, you know, still do it. When sure. you're seeing those those like those striped maples snapped right off, yeah. When you get into those clusters of rubs up high, mm-hmm. and there's there's rubs all over the place. Yeah. There's a buck living there. Early season, he's there, and that's his bedroom. That's how you – but you don't see that as much up north. I haven't anyways. And everything for everybody listening is my own personal experience. Yeah, we I'm say not, that a lot. Yeah, we, yeah we, we like to there's no, There's no go-to all. There's no this is it. That's, sure. It's just whatever. They love those striped maples, huh? Out behind here, man, there's not a striped maple that doesn't have a buck rub on yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know why, but they do. But yeah. there's not many up north, so you don't you see them more on beach trees. And mm. right. Oh, yeah, they right. love them. But, yeah, no, they love them down here. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah. Um, I had some stuff towards the end, but I'm going to kind of – I'm going to bring it up now because I, I want to leave the tracking for you to really get in-depth on. Um, what are some things you carry in your pack? Not much. Okay. Do you carry pack a pack light. at all? I carry a pack, mm-hmm. yes. you got to be able to save your life if you need to. So mm-hmm. – I mean, basic things, which I'm sure everybody could say, you got, I got an emergency blanket, two lighters, you know, I carry GPS. I'm not cool. I don't use Onyx. I want to. I just haven't got it set up yet. You're missing out, man. <laughs> so, it is handy. It's I, handy. I'll tell you. So what sold me on it, I'm, I'm an old soul. I'm very, this works. I don't need to change it. But my brother-in-law, we were scouting an area and... We were going out, and I'm like, I'm looking on the contour because that's I, my GPS is so old. The thing, it's unreliable. It's going to get me in trouble someday. But anyway, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like, all right, we're going to cut through here because it looks like there's a this swamp, and this swamp goes for miles. And I, you know what they're like. It's not fun in there. You that hate your life. Horrible. So <laughs> I hate the beaver swamp. Yeah, yeah. I want to kill all of them. But anyway, <laughs> it's like this looks like the terrain's steep here, so it's probably thinner there. He's like, whoa, wait a second. Let me pull up this hmm, Onyx, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, we look at a satellite picture of it, and I'm, he's like, yeah, Adam, we can cross right here. Trees, no bog, no bog. I'm like, I need this. Yes, yeah. I need this. An- another one. You I go- still don't have it. <laughs> another one you can look into. We use Hunt Stand. Corey and I use Hunt Stand. It's basically the same thing, yeah. and they have the monthly satellite. Yeah. So like every month they update it, and that is awesome. Yeah, that's a game well, changer. Yeah. 
Well, we'll probably talk again next year, and we'll see how this. We'll see if I'm updated. <laughs> so I got that in my pack. I don't really bring much for food; just a couple of Rice Krispie treats. I don't bring any water. I drink out of the brooks. With um, what? You just drink it straight out of the brooks. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Me too. They give yep. us crap. Corey and I do that. I do it all the time. If you're yeah. above a beaver flow, you're good, man. If it's if it's uh, if there's not much moss and it's gravel bottom, you'll be all right. Yeah. Right. So when you get up up where it's more flat, you're probably gonna get diarrhea. But hey, <laughs> whatever. Add it's only happened to me a handful of times. So. <laughs> but uh, needs a good cleanse, right? Yeah. What else do I got? I don't carry a map anymore. I pretty much got my areas kind of pretty much memorized in my head. But I love topo maps and i will play i i ask my i'm it's like that's i'm just staring at them it's like wait till you get on x wow wow <laughs> yeah man but so yeah that's pretty much it lots of bullets carry lots of bullets learned that the hard yeah. way yep. yes yep i started shooting into a buck <clears throat> and boy i found out how i could run out of bullets oh, pretty yeah. quickly and he was a dandy and yep. we went a long ways that day yeah I've shot one ten times in a half hour. Mm-hmm. I'll, tell, I'll tell that story. At oh, good. Some point, but anyway, yeah. So that's pretty much it. How I about would, your clothes and your rifle? So it's the standard track and clothes. I got my lacrosse boots, uninsulated wool, everything. I got. I think it's minus thirty two makes the wool underwear. Mm-hmm. I think that's the brand. I yeah. Okay. So I got those underneath. Not the heavyweight though, or I'll die. So. Mm-hmm. Just a light wool jack shirt. I've had it for like 14 years. Needs to be replaced. That's wool, the brand wool jack. It's uh, Johnson Woolen Mills makes the jack. Okay, I have. Yep, you can get them at all the stores, little stores. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny you say that because I, when not I that bought, it's not worth it. No, it is. But I bought, I bought mine brand new. You can get them at yard sales and shit. Look, it's the best place to you get. Gotta them. look for an old guy to die in those mm-hmm. ways. But, um, <laughs> but uh, it's to size you up though, you know. And I'm built like a troll. So it's like, but well, it's, I'm built like a yeah, you're pulled off a troll. So no, I bought it brand new. It was like 170 bucks or something. That was I don't know 14 years ago or something like that. And I actually, it's a warrior. I got no buttons left on the sleeves. It's got holes in it. Just, but it's still it's great, you know. And uh, yeah, not a, I couldn't even take the buttons off from the pockets to put onto the sleeves because it's. They're gone too. Sure, <laughs> got a big sure. hole here, so it's like my arms showing. Yeah. We were gonna try to the pack. Best. I'm cheap too, guys. So same dude yeah like i buy the wool pants i bought really nice wool pants well it's back to my wardrobe so there's that and i just wear light wool pants i wear a pair of wool pants out like in a season or two depend usually Mm -hmm. so i don't buy the i buy like the cheap big bill brand for like 84 Ah, bucks i was gonna ask you about big Big bill Bill. because it's good price stuff it's good price it's not as good as like i mean it's not you're not buying filson you know keeps you dry though well, not really, but it keeps you warm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's cheap wool clothing. You'll yeah. be wet, but you'll still yeah. be wet. I fell through the ice this year, and I was fine. So yeah. I was walking like this when I got to the truck. But. And you're wearing, you're wearing pants. You're not wearing bibs. Pants, not bibs. No. I, I you have do not, bibs, dude. They smoke my shoulders. The worst thing, I mean, I got when my friend is, I got some wool clothes. All right, we go hunting. He's got a heavy wool jacket. I'm like, we got, I'm like you're not going to make it. You're going to die. He did, you know, <laughs> but you got to dress light. You got to move mm-hmm. if you're, that's tracking. Yeah. So that's how I, and that's why, and I wear that, I wear that for everything. Like my dress doesn't change. The only thing that changes is if it's like below zero, I have another thermal that I put on under that. Right. But that's it. When I sit, I actually bought a, um, and my, my buddy Steve had turned me on. Bring a sleep. I used to pack in heavy boots, wool bibs, 
all these extra heavy clothes, my pack would be like huge. And I'd be like, and I'd yeah. lug it way out when I was going to sit all day. Cause I have sat all day, believe it or not. <laughs> um, but, uh, I just bought like a $35 sleeping bag at Walmart. It's a zero degree bag. If it's raining, you're going to get soaked. Right. So you're right. not good. But if it's raining, I'm walking anyways. I love hunting in the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, me. Oh, yes. Best but, days in the woods. <laughs> yes. But I will, I'll just bring that out. And then when I get to where I'm going to sit, I take my boots off and climb into that sleeping bag with the clothes I have on. Sure. How about really? hat? I'm fine. Hat. Well, Looks like you wear that hat quite a bit, right? You like that hat? Yeah. I got um, got to switch out this year because, you know, whatever. But Oh, I, yeah. Because of the orange. Sorry right, to get a right. new hat. I know. Uh, I, the, yeah. you know I, still wore, I still wore my other hat. But, sure. Um, Yeah, just I had a wool cap. Baseball hat's usually the best. If it's cold, the wool cap's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm big but, on not covering my ears up. I like my ears No, you want exposed. your ears exposed. Yeah, and I've noticed like, that. Yeah. When, you're, when you're tracking, too, you got to you know regulate your body temperature because you're going... You're cranking uphill. You're sweating. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll take my hat off and put it on my pack. Yeah, yeah dude. You start so. sneaking on a buck and you're soaking wet. You're, you're froze. Gonna, you're froze, man. You're froze. Yeah. So, yeah. But before, How about Old Faithful? What you carrying? So, my go-to deer killer is a Ruger Hawkeye Compact. Awesome. Nice. And that's in 260 Remington. Ooh. And I got I know. A, Cool round, huh? Very cool. I yeah. got a 1x4 Leopold, Leopold. Yep. Sure. On top. So we, oh, that's what I shoot is loopholes. I, I like Sweet them. setup. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the best setup. My, my brother's got the same gun, different caliber. He's a 7mm08. So I shoot. 7mm08. Awesome. Yeah. That's a good round. That's what my, my grandpa always shot, shot all his bucks with model seven. Yep. Youth model. Yeah. He's shorty. But <laughs> you don't need, you know, and then my other, so when it's really snowy though, um, I do have a 300 Savage. It's a model 99. That's got a peep sight on it. It's a pump. Nope, it's no, a lever, lever. Oh, it's a lever. Yeah. Okay. Lever action. Dude, Classic. Cool. I had a pump, um, so I had bought a, a 7600, and I, I'd shot some bucks with that, um, but I really just, once I, so when I got away from that, because the, the pump's a good gun, too, mm-hmm. and I had it custom fit, but they didn't fit it right, and I was just like, guys like, well, I don't know what more you want me to cut off from it, and it's like, you know, look at me, right. <laughs> you know, like, build it for a child. <laughs> so I, I want it. I want it short though, short length to yeah, pull. Yeah. You know, Adam's and, a sturdy guy. He's just he's yeah, just slow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm built like a triangle. <laughs> so, um, it, uh, the two Adams. He's not over there. That's what he's trying to Yeah, I'm not the tallest mountain, but I'm broad. So the I had a Williams Ghost Ring aperture sight on that, and I loved that yeah better mm-hmm. than the william better than their peep it was just well it was a ghost ring you know with the two fiber mm-hmm. optics and the fire front sight and with all and i'm gonna get i'm sporadic too that's but fine it, you're just make me think of things with all the bucks you've shot do you still think that the peep is is the best when you're jumping a buck out of his bed or something no now you like your scope i love that low power scope <clears> yeah <throat> for me i don't I, make me buy more gear no hey, i'm just telling you <laughs> no the peep the peep's great peep sight's great it's great but um well i'll go so we were hunting up I'm not gonna say I almost said it. We were on a spot up north. I'll take that other spot. Well, yeah, yeah. If, if we'll, we'll take it out. If yeah. you say something, well, I anyway, I won't. It'll so <laughs> we were hunting up there, and I, me and my friend, we were going. I was, I had already shot a buck, but I had my gun with me because you know bears run out and stuff. So, <laughs> so uh, we're going, and he's with me, and, and we're on a smasher. I mean, this thing's a hog, and it just went across the road, you know. 
and we don't and I don't usually pick up tracks from the road. There's not many places to do it anyways. Right, right. The roads you can do it. Sure. Take advantage of it. The roads you can do it. It doesn't happen much anyway. Yeah. Yep. And you'll have Vermont guys, and I hope some of you are listening. <laughs> Drive, <laughs> driving driving these roads back and forth all day at five miles an hour. It's like if I was looking for a track from the road, I'd be doing fifty. <laughs> because you guys are a competition with each other. But anyway, we get going and uh so we're going, and I'm, I went to. I'm always checking my peep because it fills with snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye. Yeah, That's, it <laughs> so, kind of literally cost me a buck. Yeah, <laughs> well, just look down the barrel and shoot because that works. I've done it. Well, the problem is you're a little far away from me. It don't matter. <laughs> Send it. So I, uh, I'm getting going. I went to look at the site, and he was, and my friend was ahead of me. He's a good hunter too. And I look, and my my aperture's gone. <gasps> no way. <laughs> I go just out loud. We were close to this buck. I go, what the f <laughs> <laughs> You know, just I as loud. Say, we'll bleep it out. Then just, the same effect. Just, you know, so it's like, I'm like, what? he's like, looks at me. He goes, what the hell are you doing? I, my effing sight's gone. <laughs> you know, I, and I'm like, he's like, I'm like, well, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> so <laughs> I had the post, yeah. but no, but no, no. And, I can uh, honestly say I've never heard anybody say they've had that happen. <laughs> yeah, it was gone. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I didn't fall. I didn't nothing, you know? And I just shot a deer with it a few days before that. It was whatever. But I'm wondering if maybe dragging them out is because that's hell sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I switched over. I had, um, I had my 260. That was my sitting rifle because it's just it's like a chipmunk gun it's like a kid's gun you know yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's got sure. a 16 and a half inch barrel it's little you know it's mauser action which is awesome sure and uh so i switched over to that and i shot more bucks with that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I so think, i think what we've talked about is um the only difference I, that i definitely like more because i love my bolt too and it feels yeah. it's very comfortable to carry and, and it's and I like, I guess if, as far as comfortability, when I bring a rifle up, as good as my pump feels, my Tika feels real nice. Yes. Um, but I can wrap my hand around my pump. Yes. And with my bolt, I got a, it's cupped in my hand all day. So. So that kind of tires my forearm out, just holding it in that cupped position all day. As my, with my, I feel like it's a baton. My pump's like a baton, dude. I can like yeah. twirl that thing through the woods and it's no problem. Yeah. So I liked my pump. My, my, my front action had a rattle to it though. Okay, I, well, I could some see of that. them have, mm -hmm. and mine did, and I didn't like that. Sometimes I don't know if it was just I wasn't in love with the gun. That's I okay. liked the gun, yeah. And for for follow up shots, a pump is probably the fastest, hands down. Mm -hmm. That being said, I can rifle them out there with my bolt action. Oh yeah, like, and I don't miss a beat. Sure. I don't even take it off my shoulder. Second nature, you know, it's it's there, and that yep. gun fits me. Just you, whatever, get whatever fits you. Yeah, my my thumb fits right under the scope. Oh okay, no problem. Sure. Sure. So mine's a baton too. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you um, go. But the I got a low profile scope on mine, so I cannot. There ain't no getting yeah, from under there. Yeah. No. So um, the 300 Savage don't have a scope. That's nice. Flip it around, but it's long, and I don't want to. That one was given to me. You know, it's family gun. So, and I even feel because I beat the shit out of it. You know, <laughs> but um, I want to get another 99 used that somebody doesn't want a thousand dollars for. Like a cheap, and I'm gonna chop the shit. My friend's gonna cut the barrel down to. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. That'll probably like a, be my. I thought about getting another pump for a snow gun because when it's a blizzard or like you get those days where there's just snow hanging on the trees, mm -hmm. you gotta really pay attention to your scope. Yeah, oh, my, you know, ran into what that if, many What times. if you breathe into your scope? You know, mm -hmm. anything. But you get snow, and I'm constantly. I just break off a little piece of a branch like that, and lightly 
just yep, do the circle inside, you know. Sure. So, but I do prefer a scope, and I'm running deer. I have no problem getting on a running deer with it. Yep. I've shot all my deer running usually. What are you shooting for uh, bullets? I shoot. Um, yeah, yeah. Now I just went blank. They are Sear Game Kings, 140 grain quality. Yep. Uh, polymer tip, lead tip. That's uh, just a regular lead tip. Yeah. 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 I'm a big are they the copper bullets or are they? No, they're lead. It's a lead jacket. Lead. Or okay. copper jacket. Lead Cop- bullet. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Sear Game King, and they're awesome. And I've had them. I mean, ass to chest. Right Full out penetration. Of them. Yep. Right out of them. Awesome. So yeah, it's a good run. Awesome. All right. Let's uh let's head right into the tracking, man. What's uh what kind of snow you like? I love wet snow. I like three, four inches of snow. <clears throat> that's with uh, thirty-three degrees. Mm-hmm. Just came fresh snow. That's you're gonna kill some. You'll yep. hunt. You'll hunt crunchy snow though, huh? I hunt all snow. You yeah. have to. I was on some crunchy snow in Mass this, this year, year, and it sucked. was like uh, it was unreal, man. I was Lots like, of I, was like I don't snow. know if I'm a quitter, but this is unbelievably loud snow. I'm not hunting today, and I it's left. Good. It's very discouraging, and re- the reality is, is you're most likely not going to get close. Mm-hmm. And that was the Adirondacks this year. Was most days was shit snow. Yep. We had snow. You could find tracks. Yeah. But it was so loud, and you just. It didn't happen. And so I was on that a lot. And that was, um, I tracked the same buck this year three days in a row, which is not usual. Sure. But it was getting towards the end of the season. And he was slowing down. Some of them weren't, but he was for some reason. And he was huge. He was as big as they get. You know, his Mm -hmm. track was literally the size of my hand. Right. As big as they get. And so I had tracked a i jumped a big one tracked him for miles got then i saw this other one was getting towards the end of the day and miles from my truck i'm like the hell with him i jumped this one dozens of times right and i went after this one jumped him right out so i'll come back the next day and get on him and that was the start of the day one of three he stayed in that area i could not get close to that buck it was so loud he'd he'd never run far he'd bed down the final day i tracked him in there it was freezing cold. My brother was hunting in there with me. Or no, he wasn't hunting with me that day. I'd be all over. But anyway, no, it was by myself that day. I got on him, and I was as close to him as I had been. But I still hadn't gotten a look at him. I just kept, he kept going. And I'm like, I'm not going to sneak on him. It's not, because he hears me anyway, so he's going to have to just look for me. I wanted to get him out of the thick stuff. I wanted to get him out in the open. I wanted him to be looking 100 yards away across the ridge back mm-hmm. at me. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot you. Sure. So I got on him. We went across, and there's two beaver flows there. And there was, there was a, it's like that channel where it's like down through the flow where it's maybe, you know, seven, eight feet wide. He went across the ice, and he was huge. I'm like, he weighs more than me. So I'm easy, though. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Poking along. I made it across. Spent a couple hours up on this other mountain. It's getting to the afternoon. He's looping right back. And they always do this almost all the time. He's heading back towards where I jumped him out in the morning. Right. So he's heading back. Well, he crosses that beaver flow about a half mile down from where we had before. He fell through the ice. And he struggled to get out. Never heard him fall through, huh? Nope. He was so far ahead of me. He was probably, realistically, he was probably there 20 minutes before I got there. Because I jumped him up on the mountain. He ran right off. Yeah. So he went back towards, he, was heading, he went across the ice, broke through. I'm like, well, he's going to live today. I'm going to walk back up where I crossed. 
and head back to the truck. This is at like 2.30. So I go all, and it was hell. Thick swamp down the nasty. Ugh. I get up where we crossed, and I'm, I had my pack up around my neck, just in case. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't worried. I'd already walked across there. I'm walking across halfway out. Boom. I go through the ice right up to my chest. Oh, and I'm ugh. like this. And the ice is thick enough where it's like I'm like breaking it, the rest of it, with my elbows to get out. Yep. The mud was probably up to my knees in that. It was probably mud for that. And I get, I just kept breaking through. I didn't want to like lay out on top of it and break in to get my head wet. So I got out of there, and I'm like, wow. It's like oh. single digits. So I'm like, I try starting a fire to get my stuff. I could start a fire to make lunch like that. You think you can start a fire when you went through the ice? No. The birch bark wouldn't even light. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. I spent more time messing with that. I dumped my boots out. I said, I just need to walk. And yeah. I walked. I was four miles from my truck. Oh, my oh, God. Man. So, man. And two of it was not on trail. So I just started walking. And my wool clothes kept me warm. Good. My feet were cold, but really? they weren't freezing. But my pants were ice. The only spot that wasn't was my knees from bending a little bit. These were solid. It looked like ice bell bottoms. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to say quick on this podcast for guys that are listening that don't have a ton of experience up north. Do not mess around with the things that he's talking about as far as the these uh, these little cricks that run out of these big, long beaver meadows. Because they might only be three or four foot wide. But, dude, I came oh, on yeah. one this year. I had a, probably a 10-foot stick at them. I could not touch bottom, yeah, dude. Yeah, and it's mud. It's mud. Yeah, it was crazy. And yeah. it was so spongy leading up to it. There's no getting a running start and hop in it no, no. I, I had to lay down no. trees across it to very get dangerous it. and very stupid really <laughs> <laughs> you weren't touching bottom of the one that i was no in. that could have been bad you man. wouldn't know sure you, you wouldn't know, know. Right. and and the thing is too i had so that's how i the channel was once i had broken through i couldn't the ice wouldn't get it was only you know an inch and Where's a half your rifle of ice. when this happens oh that got wet oh that God. wasn't a good time a it was up oh. like this and i'm I, at that point it's like i need to get out yeah, of here whatever. you know you didn't care you get into the marsh grass and it's still waist deep and mm-hmm. i'm busting through it all it was not a good time <laughs> anyway <clears throat> how we got on the story anyway but so that's a good story it was loud it was loud snow that that's where we started loud snow so that night i needed fresh stuff i needed a lot of it to cover that loud stuff up or a warm day and that wasn't coming so we had gotten i don't know we got a few inches of snow up there and it quieted things down my brother was up and he's like he goes it's quiet so i'm like yeah all right i'm gonna go right back get right on him my brother that was it my brother went in with me that day and uh i'm like all right i'm gonna cut off here he's going I never caught a deer track the entire day. Perfect <laughs> snow, perfect tracking conditions. I had seen so many buck tracks in this area. I never cut a track. I did a nine-mile loop and never cut a deer track. Wow. So I was so mad because it's like, this is the day I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And I'd never cut a deer track. That's how it always yep. shakes out. Oh, my gosh. Talk about the scary What were you going back to when you kept finding him the first three times you tracked him? He just wouldn't leave that area. So I don't know. He wasn't with a doe, though. There, there was... There was probably three bucks in there and some does. And this was the last week of the season. Mm-hmm. So I think some of them were starting to yard up in that area. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really don't I really don't know what was keeping him there. Just maybe he wanted to be in there. Sure. Um, and I figured I would have tracked any one of them bucks. They were all nice. Yeah. That, he was just huge. But, uh, yeah, it, I just kept going back. I went right back the first day, and I don't do this much. 
but I went back to where he was. I wouldn't do it other than maybe the last day, week of the season. Mm-hmm. I went back to where I'd left him. But in the process of doing that to pick him up, I'd often find his track from that night. Sure. You know. Mm-hmm. I had actually shot one, let's see, 2019. I said I wasn't going to say years, but I am. I had shot one that I had. I was heading back to camp. It was like 3 in the three in the afternoon just before and i see a track cross the road onto my camp i'm like that's a giant and i don't hunt there much but let's see what he does it's gotta be right here last it was the last weekend it was saturday of the last weekend so let's see what he does so i go out and he's puttering around he's feeding i'm like he's right here so i'm going around and i could see i saw him out there but i couldn't get a look at him but i knew it was a big one like, well, I think he's going away. I'm just going to kind of creep this way to see see what he does. Well, he was coming towards me, so I spooked him a little bit. He ran, whatever, he'll be here tomorrow. So I went back to camp. I told my dad, like, yeah, I'm going to kill him in the morning. Okay, it was 12 below zero oh. that morning. Trees were popping everything. My dad's like, I'm not going out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I go down, and I parked right where I was. I was going to go right back in to pick him up. There's his track, walked in my track from when I came out. He Come was on. right there. Yeah, he was right there. So oh. I get right on him, and I'm going up through, and I find I come to a bed, and he's not in it. And I'm like, I jumped him, you know? So I ran down to the road, ran down the road, and there was a trail that cuts out from there. And it's not far from the area you were in up there. But anyway, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so I go onto that trail, and I ran down the trail waiting, because when they come off that hill, they'll go that way usually. There was no nothing. So I did a loop. His track never came out. There was no other deer in there. He was the only deer in the area. No tra- His track didn't come out. And I got back to where it was. I said, I didn't jump him. So let's see what happens. So I got on his track. I figured it out. Something must have spooked him. I'm thinking maybe the tree's popping from the cold. Sure. He jumped. 30 yards from there, he was bedded down. He jumped. I jumped him out. I shot at him. Didn't hit him. <laughs> he ran across the road right by my truck, up onto the hill. Next hill over. So... I'm like, well, let's see if I get it. It's all hardwoods over there. A lot of times I'll wait, let him calm down. So I go after him across the thing. I see him up on the ridge. and I pull up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to shoot at him. Whatever. Right. He ran. Whatever. So I gave, then I gave him some time to calm down. Tracked him for about a mile, did a loop. And he's getting back to his thing, feeding and stuff, checking stuff out. When he feeds, you can see his, you know, the horn prints. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So... We get down, and he's back down. He's going back towards the road. And I'm like, he's down in the cedars, and he's eating. I'm creeping along. And I'm looking like this. Now I am. It's The, the conditions are perfect. The snow's perfect. It's quiet. I'm quiet as a mouse. And I'm sneaking through, and I'm looking, 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 step, step, step. And I look this way, and I look back. And I look, and he stands up out of his bed, and he's like maybe 15, 20 yards from me. Oh. He stands up and looks at me like this. My gun's already on my shoulder. I just go, boom. When I do, all snow comes off of the trees. And yeah. He's going. And I, I don't know what I'm thinking. Like, I run after him. Like, I'm going to – the snow is up to here, you know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to get another he's shot. referencing his yeah. shin. I'm running, I'm running after him, you know. And uh, I heard him crash. So I, I still go back, though. I heard him crash over here, but I go over here and I see the blood and I come up. 
Beautiful eight-pointer. He was five and a half years old. Big, huge bases. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And it was a quarter mile from the road. He ran right back <laughs> to the road. Like no did such a, yep, yeah. He was heading back where I jumped him in the morning. Sure. Um, I, I wanted to stop you here quick because you said when you bumped him, gave him some time. When you are when you bump a deer, how much time are you typ- typically giving him? Giving on, I mean, it probably varies in different situations, I'm sure. But I mean... You can listen to the man. He says thirty minutes. Hell, you right? Know? Yeah, and that's right. pretty. That's that's spot on. Yep. Um. Sometimes it's like I don't know, twenty five. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll have a fire and eat something. You know, yeah, sure. Yep. I usually have a fire if it's cold. Yeah. Cold. I, I, I found say it's that based on situational. Like yeah. All everything. Sometimes everything, I don't wait. It's everything not a rule. I've learned in the mountains is everything is so situational. It I is. mean, that's for hunting in general. I guess it is. But. It really is. Um. I don't wait every time. Like when I when I've jumped like these ones are telling us loud, they know I'm they know they're being hunted. So I'm not I want him to make a mistake. I think you and I had talked about one and you'd asked me something about swamps at some point. Mm-hmm. Um I tracked one this year and he was a giant in a very remote spot. And he went I had jumped him out in the hardwoods without seeing him. I was going too fast without looking. I got ahead of myself. It was really the first big track I'd been on all season, so I was very anxious. And that's mm-hmm. you can't be. So I jumped him out without seeing him. He went, then he calmed down. I didn't give him much time to calm down because he took off like crazy. But I was poking along, you know. And he ran into the swamp, and then in that swamp, and I knew he was in the swamp. He was feeding, and I was I was death creeping. It was just so thick I couldn't see from me to you away, and I knew I was gonna. So when I jumped him out of there, when he jumped, he didn't go far. I just wanted to get him out of there. So I just kept pushing him. Mm-hmm. So he's either going to stand here and get shot. And I saw two, I saw another buck while I was doing that. There was deer in there. Yeah. But oh, it wasn't no him. He almost got shot on accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happens. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I just wanted to get him out of that swamp, back yeah. into those hardwoods. And he would not leave that swamp. We did circles three, four times in our own boot tracks. And he just, I couldn't get a look at it. I never saw him. And you, you couldn't even sort them out anymore. It started to get to that. So it was, you know, we're going through and I'm picking up because, like, I see his track this way, but I can get across that little marshy spot there. So I'm walking over there. And then it's like his tracks in my boot tracks from 20 minutes before that. You know, it just right. frustrating. No, it's frustrating. It is. And Corey ran into that this year on the buck that he killed. It got down to the point where he, if he kept giving the buck time, the buck was just setting up on him. Yeah. So the yeah. Time, when he killed him, Don't. he, he just I had to close the, close yeah, the gap. And, and to close the gap, like you just said, I, I couldn't give him time. And I, I figured that out after making five or six mistakes throughout the day. But yeah. uh, that was the key to killing him. Some days the mistakes are not the mistake the next day, though. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's it's you can kick yourself in the ass like, I should have done that. And there are times where it's like, you should have done that. Right. But there's days where it's like, you know, I should have waited. But had you waited, maybe he was standing there yeah. in the hardwoods. Yep. Maybe maybe he wasn't, and you should have been going. I've done, you know, where it's like you're on a track, and it's like, oh, he's going to be bettered right here. And, they, and a lot of times they are, but it's like, no, he isn't. Nope. And you just wasted 45 minutes because he just fed, 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 and he kept walking. Mm-hmm. And you just wasted well, I wanted, that time. I wanted to ask you that, too. I find myself constantly erring on the side of caution, and I'm constantly sneaking on bucks that aren't there. Would you rather bump a buck? Because yeah. I, yes. I kept bumping bucks off the, the bat, and I would never catch up with them. That's a great question. Yes. Yeah. So you'd rather bump it? <clears throat> I would. Yeah. Okay. I want, I want to know he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that gets down to where you are, the snow conditions. So if you're hunting like a couple day old snow, and, and I'm not an expert at aging. Anybody who says they are is a liar. Sure. Um, it's so hard. But – 
But you can get a generalized idea. I mean, sure. you can get this was yesterday, this was today. Right. I don't have enough experience. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a 50 year old guy either. Sure. Doing right. this, so sure. 35 years old. But um, you you can see the difference. You could tell the difference, especially if it's like you were there the day before. You mm-hmm. can compare your track to their track. Aging yeah. tracks is a whole other thing. I don't even want to really discuss it much. But yeah. when you get a fresh snow, it snowed that night. It stopped snowing at four in the morning. Yeah. You got a track without snow in it. He's there. Sure. That's right. when you. That's when you're sneaking. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He's there. When you've had two day old snow, and you're pretty sure this track is from that day. Mm-hmm. How I play it is this. I'm pretty sure this is his. I'm not in a death creep, especially if it's any sound on the snow. I'm not going to be in a death creep on this buck because I don't want to waste an hour sneaking up on an empty bed. Right. And I would rather take the risk of jumping him without seeing him. Mm -hmm. And now I know he's here. Mm -hmm. But there's been enough times I've done what you've done where I'm sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. I come to a frozen bed. Yeah. And I don't catch up to that deer that day. Sure. Because I just and don't get me wrong. Like there's been some times where I'm glad that I that I was sneaking and I've gotten real close and I missed him by like literally minutes. Mm-hmm. But a lot more times than not, I'm, I'm sneaking in the right spots. Like I end up coming out of bed, so I know I made the. But I'm learning, man. Like this yeah, is no, you know we all are learning. Yeah, and I'm learning every day. Every time nobody's, we step in the woods, you're learning. Nobody's. I, I'm not an expert, so sure. you're always learning. And just you find your style. And for me, it's almost like Blitzkrieg. Like. I'm coming in. Here yeah. I am. Here I yeah. am. Yep. Yeah. You're going to make a mistake sooner or later. Or you're going to – sometimes I really think they're like, what the hell's this? <laughs> bang, you know? <laughs> Game over. I think of a buck uh, that, that I tracked towards the end of the season. It was the last buck I really spent much time on. I tracked him all around this beaver flow the first day. And the second day, I picked his track up way late in the day. I only knew it was him because he was it was the biggest track I'd seen all day. Yeah. And he was headed towards the same spot. And he brought me right down to the beaver the beaver. Uh, meadow again and I said I know how this goes so I snuck on him snuck on him snuck on him I was running out of time finally I'm like I'm just gonna walk right in there so I do there's his bed it, yeah. the bed was only about 20 yards ahead of me I couldn't see it I could see where he had gotten out of the bed and he'd walk down below and he was kind of he took a shit like three times he circles down right at the meadow and he's coming back up at the edge of it and all the the slash and everything and I can see where he four ways, and he probably watched me coming right down the hill. Oh, yeah. And then there's his running track going out. So I yeah. was this close, man. You I was find, this close. You find their track, you find their bed where you've jumped them, and you think, man, he was right here. I was close. But a lot of times the reality is or he, he was you. long gone. Yeah. Before you might not even have been in shooting range of him. Yeah. Right. He heard you coming. He saw you sure. coming. But sometimes they aren't. Sometimes right. they'll stand right there. Right. Because they don't know what you are. And if you're a moose wandering through, they're not going to run. If they ran blindly from every predator oh my sound God. they heard, yeah. they'd, they'd, never all, lay down. they'd yeah. all be dead yeah. from exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. It, uh, yeah, there's really no – I'm more just – I want them up. Right. I want them up. A lot of times where they're bedded to, if they're bedded in the right spot, you won't get them. Right. They bed there for a reason. Sure. Oh, yeah. Which they, seems they to be more often they, than they, not. They, be, they beat you I'm gonna a show lot. You, I'm going to show you a picture right now. Well, I'll show you it after, after. Okay. But um, I don't want to spend. <laughs> I have a picture of a giant rack buck that I shot. But I have a picture of him alive from here up, neck to head. Yeah. And you wouldn't kill him there. And I didn't kill him there. But that's what they're betting on. Right, right. That's what you're up against. It's the yep. worst when you're tracking a buck that you've already kicked up, and you know every time you come to it, 
you know you're coming to the spot where he is, and there he goes. And that's when it gets frustrating is you yeah. know he's there, and you're yeah. gonna, you can't beat him. It's going to get frustrating. And yeah. it's going to – you're going to no, be No, it's like, frustrating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. You just can't get yeah, discouraged. You can't. And I find myself getting discouraged. So this year I was getting discouraged, and, and I'm like – I was just – like the conditions were making me – you know, I'm like, this is – I need sure. – I need a melt. I wanted it to rain. Yeah. I wanted it to rain. Mm-hmm. Soften things up. Soften things up or yeah. get fresh snow, and, you know, it wasn't happening. But there's nothing you can do. We've no. we've talked about it, too. Like, sometimes all you can do is just smile and be like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. You win, man. Yeah, yeah you, you got me. You got me. I, uh, I kind of wanted to backtrack you a little bit. When, you, uh, when you're tracking, uh, what is the telltale sign or a sign in general that you're like, okay, this buck is – Right here, right like, here. Like he is like right so, here. So other than feeding too, like what's something feeding. that'll slow you right, down? Right. Yeah, feeding is big. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, really, guys, it's just you're you're looking at his track. We're talking. We were talking about spacing and stuff. You could follow the same track. That spacing is going to be like this sometimes, and that spacing is going to be like this sometimes. Mm-hmm. You could come onto a track and like, oh, he's got a big foot, but he ain't that wide. Well, he might be, but he's got a long stride. Well. That's probably because he's, you know, mm-hmm. running, trotting through the woods like that. Sure. When they're walking like a lazy old man, like some of them, that's when you see that that drag right. marks. Mm-hmm. Right? That's when they're this wide, mm-hmm. and that's when you know what they. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. They're a brute. Um, but uh, to really like, I guess if you just gotta watch that pace. If he's meandering around, you're looking. My thing, if I could give you any advice, it's just this is what I do, and you gotta find your own style and whatever but i'm just looking and the biggest mistake people make is they look at that track they get so mesmerized and it's easy because you're looking at this huge track that's mm-hmm. like is that a moose or a buck you know because <laughs> right. that's how big they are sure yeah they're yep. i mean they're freaks sure they're, so you see that huge track and it's like you just keep like oh my god look at the size of that thing mm-hmm. you're looking at a track picturing a rack like this oh, when yeah. that deer standing there and you're looking at the ground right so I don't even look at the track as much. I barely look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking like this constantly, constantly. Mm-hmm. And I don't walk faster than I can look. Unless I think I'm way behind him. Then I'm right. just plowing through the woods like an idiot. <laughs> but when you're when you're when you think you're close and I don't really I don't really have an answer for you, I guess. Right. Just mm-hmm. if you get that feeling, if it looks super fresh, sure. If he's puttering around back and forth, if there's does, if he's with does, look. They're there. Yeah. They might be behind you. They're, yeah, it could be anywhere. They're all over. Cagey. Could be yeah. anywhere. So, you know, look, just keep looking. Just constantly keep looking. And I'm sure you'd be the first one to say that. You just got to hunt, man. Figure it out for yourself That's and really make the it. mistakes. Time, and time in the woods. Yeah. How do you feel about tracking a buck during the rut? Oh, I love it. Yeah. When they're just You're going to go. Going. A lot of guys ask me that, and it's like, well, do you just – is it even – it's like, well – you could get on. You could get on one and go six, seven miles and never see him. He may never stop. They mm-hmm. they'll cruise. Or you could get on that buck and go five hundred yards and there's does there and there's five bucks there after these does in a. I guess I never really thought about that. Yeah, that's part. a great that's point. Great I point. love tracking during the rut. They're yeah. dumb. The yep. does are dumber. So they and them does aren't gonna. The does don't want to go six miles over a mountain. So right. you find that big track and he's with a doe. If he's with a doe and heat, he ain't gonna leave her. Stay right, right where yeah. I shot. I you shot. Up. Leaves great sign too, so you can really freshen the track up. And oh yeah, across some hot scrapes that you won't see the, late season. The thing with that is, is it's a disaster of tracks in there. Right. So it's yeah. like, uh, and you know, I hear guys circle, it, and I've done that, and it helps. Like if you're after that one specific one, 
and you want to circle the area and then go in, but you'll spend a lot of time sorting tracks, and that's distracting, and that's mm. when you're not looking, but you have to do it, but... You know, they're right there, and I've had that happen. I saw and, one. And now you're on a track. You're like, is this him? I'm yeah, not even sure you'll if start it's him. to doubt and, yourself. I've, right. And that'll happen, and I don't care how much experience you have. I've right. tracked. I was on a big one tracking him, and I know it was fresh because I'd already jumped him. And he went into there, and I'm looking for his track coming out, right? Well, I found a track coming out, and I went on it, and guess what? I ended up right back where I started his track <laughs> three hours earlier. <laughs> now like, what do you do right. yeah. now walk right. you know yeah yeah yeah. That, that's you know? been the hardest thing i think personally for me about tracking is coming into those barnyards yeah and just trying to sort those tracks out it is it's a, it's a it's, nightmare it's harder when there is two or three big bucks in there and that happens I, a lot i ran into that, that a happens lot. a lot so yep. i had shot a big eight pointer well it was a few years ago now anyway i've shot a lot of eight pointers but um I have not. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I've never shot a ten pointer. That's cool. I've never. I've Wait, shot everything. Something, something I've shot shoot for. every other numerically pointed buck up through there. <laughs> and I've shot a thirteen pointer, but I've never shot a ten pointer. <laughs> but I got on this buck track, and there was three smashers with one doe in heat. So what? Did I, I just followed the doe. They were all there. I didn't care which one I shot. The first deer with horns was getting it. And I got the first one I saw with horns, got it. Yeah. But they stayed right together. Right. And you'll find that. And those are, that's great. I shot awesome. I shot a seven and a half year old eight pointer. He had, I had gone, well, we saw, we saw deer cross. It was zero out at noon. We were cold. I was 20 years old. I was younger. Um, we were driving in the truck, four of us. My dad's driving. I'm in the back of the truck, half asleep, you know. And they're like, there's some deer right there crossing the road. Moose River Plains. I don't care. Everybody hunts there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, Cedar River. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's across the road. I'm like, oh, my dad's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, all right. So get out. My brother-in-law, we go down in the woods. And I was get out of the truck, and this old ford rangers coming up and there's a pile of traps in the back of it like it looks like a junk collar you know <laughs> this old guy with his beard it's what a character anyway he comes up and he's like did you guys get one i go no we, my dad just saw some cross the road he goes go back down this road there's an old log road that goes down towards the lake he said you go down there and you'll get him and i'm like okay you know, yeah, I don't even want to question this guy. He's sure. freaking me out. <laughs> so, so I go, I'm running, you know, and I run down. My brother-in-law's in the woods, and my dad and old guy, they're that's in our camp with us. They're just on the road, you know, like whatever. Sure, sure, yeah. They don't even want to get out of the truck. No, no, so no. I run down in, and uh, sure enough, here comes this buck walking right down. And it was, a, it was like a four or five, but I had a rack like that. Well, I shot at it. I missed him. I don't know how I missed him, but I did. So he took off running. I went on like, what the hell? My brother-in-law was on his track. He goes, did you get him? I, don't know, I didn't hit him. I go, well, I'm going to go over here. He's like, all right. So I, I went over, and, and there's another buck track right there. And I saw the deer. I saw it go. It was a nice rack buck. And I'm like, well, I didn't have a radio or phone or nothing. So I go over, and I get on him. That buck in the dough, they're going like this. Well, they kept doing little hooks on me. So I'd be coming on the track like this. They'd be standing here. They'd do it again. Well, they did it two times. So the third time. I left the track and I circled them. Yeah. And I caught them looking back at their own track from the side. And I'll never forget. It, it was one of the coolest. I mean, you get experiences, you know, once in a while, I'll never man. forget. I come around. He looked right at me and his eyes were just bulging out of his head. <laughs> he was like, oh, shit. I did it this time. <laughs> and it was too late. He, I, I shot him and he, boom, popped right there, right? right? There. 
and that doll was in heat, and she never left him. Mm-hmm. Really? I walked up to him. He was he was there, you know. I said my thing to him, and she's standing there looking at me, looking at him. Bring me back to from, that. From me to you away. She's standing there, never left. She never left him. Really? Even after I, I mean, I went to get my dad because I didn't even have a knife on me. All that yeah. was in the truck. So I, and I didn't know how far I was from the road. I didn't even have a GPS, guys. <laughs> Old boy was a stud, huh? Yeah, oh. she didn't want to leave him. Yeah, right. Yeah. So well endowed. So <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm like, I don't know how far I am from the road. I don't even really. I know I got to go this way to the road. Yeah. And I started hoofing. I wasn't 60 yards from the road. I went over Ridge and I could see my truck. My, my dad goes, Jesus, I thought you were shooting at us. I'm like, oh, he's right here. I got him. He's yeah. big. He had a 29-inch neck on him. Wow. So we thought we thought she left when we all went back in. She wandered off. Yeah. But that's Doan Heat. That's where I was getting at with that story. No, anyway, I got you. I'm following they, you. They will... They they won't leave. Them. Unbelievable. That's pretty cool because that's a, a completely different out. rut experience than most most hunters will ever experience. Sure, like, definitely. You're tracking them on the snow in a wilderness setting, and yeah. you get to see some of the craziest shit. Not from a tree stand, but on your feet, yeah. moving constantly yeah. throughout. And the And I can appreciate that he has a positive and different outlook on tracking a buck during the rut. Yeah, because most other people would say that you're just going to go forever and ever, and most times you're not going to catch up with them. Sometimes but, you do. Right. I've shot a lot of them November. But the 11th, fact that you could 13th. walk into a buck party, pretty much. Yeah, and, and that could happen take your pick yeah really i mean it's 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 tough tracking Mm -hmm. there are days where you go long if i had anything what i would do is like if you know there's a pocket of does and i have somewhere it's like and i even know now like these does come in heat around like the 15th of november Mm -hmm. I, i just know it because that's when you find that you'll find that there's a buck with a doe there Sometimes they'll wander off. You know, mm-hmm. there's no given in any of it, but it gives you a starting point to go towards. And yeah, and a lot of times it pays off. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. tracking during the rot. Nope, I love it. I don't care. That's it's a awesome. wild adventure. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, that's that cool. kind of changes my perspective on it. That, that's I always... an awesome story, man. Yeah, and, and I can understand what you're talking about because I, the same place I referenced earlier, when I walked up on that buck and I was sneaking on a big time, he stood up in his bed about 12 yards away and dude, his eyes, that buck was so scared. He was not expecting yeah. somebody to come over a hill. It just, it's a different look. Like It's not just a deer in the woods. Like, yeah. He was scared bad. Yeah, he was like, oh man, I yeah. messed up. <laughs> this has never happened before, yeah. Yeah, and when you're that close to see that, sure. I shot at one this year. No, I didn't get him, but it was on leaves. I was going up to a spot I sit at, and I had a camera. I have a trail camera there, and the scrape. They're pounding it in daylight. There's some smashers coming through, and I'm walking up, and I I had already pushed off a couple deer going in. There's this one mountain has piles of deer on it, which is rare, but you know. So I'm I get in there, and I'm just about where I'm gonna sit, and I look, and I there's a there's spruce that I have to like a wall of it, almost like a hedge, to get in, and then it opens up a little bit. I plowed right through that spruce, and right on the other side, I mean, 12 feet away, here's this big guy. And we saw each other at the same time, and it was funny. You know those rodeo horses when they're, like, running and they slide? <laughs> he went just like that. He was like, like – he sat, he sat down, and his face was like this, and his head – he jumped straight up in the air and, like, spun when he jumped. And of course, I'm already shooting now. You know, <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I aimed. He's Matrix in the. Bus. Yeah, I don't think I even aimed at him with like I, I didn't even look, remember looking through the scope with the first shot, and I shot, but he was like right there. To, yeah. it was that same look, like 
He's almost like like had this weird grin. He was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> but yeah, you, uh, I, I want to bring you back real quick. You said yeah. you said your piece with that buck. Is that something you typically do? Uh, it depends on the day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm mad I am or not. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, it's, you, spe- it's special though, man. You gotta respect them. You do. Exactly. You gotta respect exactly. them. I'm not gonna cry or you yeah. know mm-hmm. be overly dramatic with it. Like sure. I've seen, but um, there it's it's hunting. You're gonna eat it. Yeah, man. You know, sure. I think a lot of the more there's emotions there, but it's like, well, it's, you know, you feel bad. I feel bad when, well, like that one I, I shot ten times. I had to shoot it. I, you don't get good hits. Right. You don't get good shots. But no. if you don't take those shots, you won't get you them. Get them. You right. can't hunt like that's this. The truth. And, you know, and I'm not saying you know, and anybody listening, that's like you just go out there and you're rifling them off at. You know, you know you're shooting a deer. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You're just, and you're in such a remote area. It's like, there's not a house back there. No. There's probably not a hunter back there. Right. If there is, how many trees are between them? Oh, my gosh. You yeah. know, so you you don't worry. About, oh, geez, isn't that? Well, it's different. Unless you hunt it, you don't understand it. Yeah, exactly. What do you get for a shot? This. Sure. A lot yep. of times. Yeah. That's what you get. You Open. know what? That's a deadly shot when you make it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a kill shot. Sure. I don't care what anybody says. Especially on snow. If you can get them bleeding on snow. Yes. Yeah, it's game over yeah. for the most yeah. part. Yep. How many bucks you miss over the years? Make us feel oh, better. I missed a lot. Yeah. I've missed a lot. Yeah. Missed some good ones? We got shoot. I've missed some giants. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's mm-hmm. nobody everybody's just like everybody else. We're all the same. Sure. Yep. There's nobody right. really special. There's guys that are more successful than others. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's time spent in the woods. Yep. A lot of it, there are great hunters. Sure. You know, they've got it figured out. So it's a thing though. I will say that some of the better hunters I've known growing up that hunted up north, usually the guys that shot big bucks were also the guys that were the most consistently accurate guys. And I also know a lot of guys that don't shoot big bucks and they seem to miss everything they shoot at. Yeah, you got you got to be a good shot. Yeah, you do. You got to you got to shoot. I don't. That being said, I don't. I haven't practiced shooting much. In 10 years. Yeah, we don't either. We've said we need to get better about it. Yeah, Other, I slight my gun in. I don't have to yeah, right. find the time. But you know what, though? When I was a kid, I went through thousands of rounds of sure. shells oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like, I shot constantly. And I shot everything. Partridge, squirrels. If it breathed, it was getting killed. Yeah, yeah. right. And so, that, that does. It makes you a good hunter. You Small game hunting time. will make you a better deer hunter. Right. I've heard gonna, that so many times. I was yeah. going to ask you about where you go to look for a track, but I'm going to gather that you just like to go back to areas you've had history with. So... If you want to go into that, um, where I look for a track, you can look at, um, like, if I was going to hunt an area I've never been to, which I've done a lot. I've One year I shot I shot a, a nice eight-pointer. We had perfect snow. It came just my vacation just started. The first day of my vacation, we got great snow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I had my friend's wedding that day. Don't even want to get into that. but. <laughs> So <laughs> sorry, sorry. So um, my brother's getting married December third. Kurt, if you're listening to this, you already know how I feel. Um, <laughs> this year, this season. But anyway, so I went close to home. Yeah, we had good snow. Sure. And uh, I went up, shot a beautiful eight pointer, 174 pounds. Nice. Right. What's your average buck weight? Uh, they're usually around 160, 165. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We've, we've started a new club. It's the 175 club. The 175 club. <laughs> you shoot a 175 pounder better. You shot a pretty good deer around here. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Corey, that's a 200 pound buck in Maine. Yeah. Um, 175 pounds, a good buck. We've, I mean, that one I was telling you guys about, he had a, he had a big neck on him. It was like, t- it was seven and a half years old. Yeah. We put it right on the scale at the transfer station in town. 
because we're like, this thing weighs 200 pounds easily, you <laughs> yeah. know? In the bed of the truck. Or you laid the deer on the scale. We put the deer on okay. the scale, right? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so That was a freaking hog. Yeah. No, so we're like, this thing's got to, like, it's just huge. It was the thickest, it still is the thickest deer I've ever shot. And so we put it on the scale, 152 pounds. You would have never believed it. Really? You would have never believed it. And it's like, <clears throat> look at the neck on him. The track, right? And, uh, yeah, so, and a lot of... What time I'm, of year was that? That was uh, November 20th. Yeah. That was. So not super late. No, no. Maybe I missed it, but what's the heaviest buck that you've got? 182 pounds. 182. Yeah. Yeah. Corey's buck weighed 140. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so... 140 on the nose. It was skin and bones. Yeah. Um, We shot in that same mountain. Um, <laughs> that wonderful mountain. A uh, the biggest rack buck I've ever seen. The Adirondacks. My brother-in-law shot him, and it was on opening weekend. It was the it had downpoured opening day, so nobody hunted. It was like a hurricane. Right. So the Sunday we went out, and I had I had um, been after this buck. We we the week before was muzzleloader. I actually jump. I'll just I'm gonna tell a quick story. Yeah, of course. So there was muzzleloader weekend before. And went in, and I just sat down in my spot. It was We were getting there later than planned. I just sat down, and this buck got up in front of me and went. And I shot at it. Like, it was quick. I, quick. It was just, he was bedded there, you know, yep. and it was just daylight. So I sent it, whatever. So we went back the next week, opening weekend. We went right back in there. And... We all put out my brother-in-law. We had blinds. We'd made blinds that day. My brother's like, well, I'll see you. I'm like, all right. So I went out. He shot him. Come right through. Beautiful. I mean, and it was, I don't remember how old it was, but opening weekend, that deer only weighed 152. Really? Yeah. And wow. he was an old buck. We were talking. We'd never had him scored, but he's probably in the 150s. That big. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, he's, man. Did you uh, Did you happen to see that buck that got shot this year, the 200, 200 incher? Uh, from Ty? From Ty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. That's did, you hear, did you hear the story on that? Yeah, not really. Dude, guy was walking, walking to his. Well, he was walking to his tree he stand. He got it with uh, his bow, right? Yeah, with his bow. Yeah, yeah. it was and like a, it was like a fluke thing. You ran into it, from my understanding. I would have that. to say you're not going to run into a deer like that in your no. lifetime. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah I, I think I it's fair that to guy say said that. he better enjoy the high horse while he's on it because I don't, I don't think he's going to shoot. You'll never beat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never beat that. Yeah, what a beautiful buck that was, though. Oh my god. What's the farthest you've gone on a buck? Um, I don't really know. Long, <laughs> too long, <laughs> too long. Not an old mileage, but long days. Yeah, how, been how long about what will make you leave a track? Anything in particular? You're just like, nah, I'm all set with this now. Um, well, it's like if I'm, you know, five miles from my truck. I my goal, I want to be on a trailhead or not a trailhead, a trail by dark. Mm -hmm. I would prefer that. So you'll walk out in the dark pretty regularly. Yeah. Um, I try not to make a habit of it, but yeah. Sure. Right. Um, there was one time I'd, I'd gone a little ridge too far. Um, I was way out and I didn't pick up a good track until I was at like my, you know, like where I would start my swing back. The point of no return. The point of no return is where I found a big one and it was still early enough where I'm like, yeah, you know, and then I went with him and they went farther, farther and he was, and I actually saw him. Um, he was with a doe. And I could see him out there. I saw her first, and I saw him moving his horns. And all I could see was top of his head. And I'm trying to make myself grow a few inches. You know, I'm on my tippy toes. <laughs> and they still, she knew I was there. He didn't care. Well, I got up on a log. Well, that time they'd walked down. 
I should have stayed where I was because I went down where they were, and they did a loop and went right back, walked walking. And at, at that point, I started to head back. But I was – it was about as – it was probably one of the most remote places I've ever hunted to. Sure. I didn't get back to my truck till almost 11 o'clock. Oh. It oh. was a – and it turned into a blizzard in, in the dark with <laughs> a flashlight. Scary. Yeah. You're seeing this no, far. Yep. I'm going by my GPS. That's how I knew where to go. Otherwise, I would have been spending the night. Yeah. That's scary. So there's that. I hunted the high peaks one time way out remote. And that's a funny story I'll tell real quick. But um, I'd gone in there, and I went way, way out. Never found a good track. I found tracks. And then uh, I saw a buck, and I passed him. He was a decent one, and I, like, I should have shot him after I let him go, you know. Sure. And I'm like, nah, I'll go what I came for. And I'd never been there in my life, never even hunted that spot. So I went out, did my loop. It was more of a I want to see what's here than get a deer. Yep. Got on giant and saw him. And I don't know why I didn't shoot him. He's standing there looking like this, and I was just like, wow, look at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I totally was just like, you know, in disbelief. And he ran. Well, he had big, dark, dark, uh, like chocolate, chocolate rack. Yeah. Not quite chocolate, but getting there, you know, like yep. the tips real. And, uh, and he went. I'm like, oh, well, he's with a doe. I'm going to kill him. So it was one of those. I'll give him 30 minutes. I'll wait. I had a little fire. He was watching me. He walked behind me and was standing 20 yards behind me. And I was never looking back. I heard him grunting down below. And, uh, so I grunted a couple times to get come back. Then I had my fire and had my lunch. I got down on his track, and that's just what he did. He was standing right behind me. I could have shot him. Just turned around. No kidding. Wow. Are you serious? Yep. And then I tracked him the rest of the day, and I never, I never saw him. Oh, look, nice. oh, look at this guy. This guy thinks he's slick. He, he was a beauty. Hope you're he getting warm down there, buddy. I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> there was a kid. I When I got out that day, there was a kid out at the trailhead, and I can't remember his name. His dad's a really good hunter, though. I can't even remember their names, though. But anyway, I think he killed that buck. Okay. Over oh. the next few days, which was cool. Yeah. I'm always, I always do like to see people get deer. When yeah, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. So, and hear the stories. And but, yeah. Just, so. you, you've told some some awesome stories. And let me let me take a break for just a second. Then yeah. let's let this furnace turn off. And yep. it's driving me nuts in the background. All right, guys. We took a little little break there and got on a little tangent. When we took a break, Tyler uh, Tyler had a run. I don't even know if you knew he was here because he didn't say anything. But Adam's, Adam, you can say hi. He hasn't said anything. So Adam's here, <laughs> just, too. I'm Our other here. Adam. Yep, Adam. Out, Adam. <laughs> Soaking it in. Soaking it in, man. Yep. So, uh, how about some big bucks that come to mind that uh, you never got a shot? Like some bucks that haunt you. Bucks that haunt me. Really? There really isn't. Well, that one um, that we were just discussing that I really wanted to get. He haunted me for. You know, I only hunted him one day. There was no history with him. It was. What uh, was it about him? His size. It was. It was a huge track. Huge deer. You know. <clears throat> so did he end up getting killed yeah year? he got killed this year oh he did yeah my, and, my neighbor shot him awesome yeah. oh right. uh, yeah. and which are you, i was glad are you uh steadfast on just big tracks only for you or will you take a take a track if it's not huge but it looks so, right so that's where it can be tricky sometimes um obviously a big track the i like to go after the biggest track i can find but those tracks aren't always there right. so and just because it doesn't have that big of a track doesn't mean it doesn't have a big rack and that's where it can get tricky in the adirondacks where you will find this track it's like usually they'll have that stance 
you know, a stagger between tracks. Mm -hmm. But that's not always huge, too. I mean, when you're shooting a 145-pound deer that's six years old, he might not have the big – how big was your track? Oh, my gosh. Was it huge? No, no, yeah. no, no. It was actually very small, I would so, say, compared yeah. to a lot of the tracks that we followed just this year in general. Exactly. Yeah. So I've shot bucks. Um, Actually, the heaviest buck I ever shot isn't the biggest track of a buck I've shot. Okay, that. so there you go. That explains but, it. Um, and, well, for this year, you know, so this year I was really holding – I was being very fussy and picky, passing up tracks that I would have tracked absolutely before – um, and they probably were nice bucks. I just really wanted a giant, giant, you know, so that was kind of what I held out for. And the one I actually shot, that big one didn't have the biggest track ever. So it's really, you know, it's kind of, you might pass that track, but it could be a nice buck, but it could be a big footed two-year-old with a basket eight point rack. Right. Right. So I'm glad you said that because actually Tyler, who just left, we went in last week of the season, same same place where I was running around with that buck in the down in that beaver meadow. Dude, we came across an awesome track. I mean, this deer had a beautiful foot on him. It was bigger than any of the tracks that were around. It was a fresh snow. He's dragging his feet through the snow. The buck ends up getting shot, and it was like a three-inch spike horn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I felt so stupid afterwards that I thought that was a big track, but I still look back, that was a huge track to me. I thought it was a very, very nice track. Yeah, you all you all were in agreement that that was a slammer. Yeah. If you, was, well, based off of what you saw. I don't know what to say. I mean, I know it's he's probably looking at me like, uh, no. that doesn't make sense to me. No, but it, I've shot a, I shot a spike horn. He just had main beams. He was like a bull. Come up out like this. Yeah. And I don't know how old he was. He was old, but he was like almost 170 pounds. Oh, really? So maybe yeah. this buck, that's what it was. I mean, yeah. I, I guess I never really asked Ty what the body looked like <clears> on him, but. It was a nice track. Yeah, well, yeah. I, it's funny. I tracked I tracked a nice one one time, and uh, I'm just like, this just don't seem right. But, man, that's got a big foot, you know, and I'm going, going. And there it was, and it had no horns on its head at all. It was a big old doe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no horns at all. So I, didn't, it does happen. I didn't spend much time on it, but, yeah. I like a track that's got wicked dew claws. Yes. If he's got yeah. nice big dew claws that are wider than his foot, that you know, yeah. seems one. like a good idea. You know. It is, um, yeah. Yeah, the track. I mean, I've shot. I've shot beautiful bucks that didn't have a huge track. Right. Beautiful bucks. Sure. Mature bucks. Right. But those big tracks are always monsters. And I was yeah. gonna say, so you would have to say that a big track's always got a big buck ahead Generally, of that. Generally. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. I know you, it's hard to say anything. And the, they're easier to track. Right. So you can get them other tracks, and they're still good. They're bigger than most, but you, they'll get mixed in sometimes. It's like, boy, them big ones. There's no mistake. They go in. We were talking about barnyards earlier. Right. Right. Those big hogs, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. You can point them out. It a don't mile matter. Away. <laughs> yeah. There he goes. You yeah. know. I guess I just ha- I haven't got on one of those tracks yet to to, you, to you'll think, notice that. You'll so it's funny because you'll think, man, that's a monster. Man, that's a monster. And then you'll find one of them. And once you find one of them, you'll never forget. Well, yeah. I take that back. Corey and I, the buck that Corey and I got on that one day uh, on that on that mountain there. Uh, that had an absolute whopper track, and there was no mistake in that. Like, yeah. and that was just a mega track. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I guess so we have, I have yeah. everything else. They like as big as your hand. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's, it just—it's like, what is this? this you know, and you're following because you'll be following a buck track that you know is a buck. You know, mm-hmm. and it's a good one. It's two and a half inches wide. Mm-hmm. And then you'll find that track, and it's like, you know, right. I'm after this guy. Sure. And some of the bigger tracks I've been on too. It just seems like, in my experience, he takes big craps, too, like noticeably larger than your average deer. Do you feel the same or nope, not really? I don't, no, I don't really. Uh, okay. I don't really have that. Um, 
the pelt the, like the pellet size seems to be it's almost like you think it's a moose uh, and i do know what a moose looks like so i know it's not a moose. yeah the moose ones are round right bigger. yeah right. yeah um maybe i don't really you know i don't really know if i've even to be honest paid that much attention i feel sure. them yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. that's oh, that's a yeah, good yeah, way yeah, to yeah, age. Yeah. Yes. We are that's big the on the best that. way to age. Every, yes. every, every yes. time I come across it, I'm picking it up and yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I can smell to stop too. eating them last time. Or I can smell <laughs> yeah. their beds. You can I've smell their beds. I, I've told Corey that a lot. I can smell a deer when I'm getting close to him if he stinks enough. Yeah, they usually do too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, where were we? Kind of to go that? along with that. I was just thinking that we were talking about moose there. That I think back to that track that we tracked up north. It was our first year. The buck ended up shooting into. Yeah. That track was so distinguishable that he actually got mixed up with moose, and there was a point in time where I think we both are questioning which one was his and which one was the moose Yeah, track. so a moose will have a more rounded – well, yeah. a, the calves are, you know, the only ones the, – the big ones, you, I mean, they're – Yeah, they're, the adults are like this, but the young right. ones, even those young ones, because we have a lot of them up by camp, a lot sure. more moose up there. Right. And they're round – they're like – more round more like right. a cow yep just quick side note because we talked about it how often do you run into bears because one day this year i came across seven sets of bear tracks and it was definitely not the same bear so um i went years and years and years without ever seeing a bear while i was hunting and then i started just seeing them shooting them so how many <laughs> oh, bears yeah. shot? i've only shot i've only shot like actually shot one okay but um yeah, there. It's it depends. Like some days you won't see many, and then mm-hmm. it all depends really. The higher up, it seems like you are in the thick shit. As more bears, my yeah, experience. Bear sure. Country. Yeah, I saw four one day all together one time, and they were right walked right by me, and I'm like, what? What do you shoot wow. most of your bucks in? What what kind of country? Are you shoot them against laying against blowdowns? Are you shoot them in the spruces? There really isn't a pattern there. Okay. No. Um, it just happens to be. I would say if you're looking for like where they're hanging more, that mm-hmm. would be more of like where you're jumping them out than where you're actually shooting them. Right. Because I shoot a lot of them in the hardwoods. Okay. They might not necessarily have been in the hardwoods mm-hmm. on their own, other than me getting them out of right, the picture. Right, right, right. Um, bedding, they well, like central, south central, Adirondacks, southern Adirondacks, Hemlock, they'll be in that a lot. Mm-hmm. But they'll lay. I've shot them right in open hardwoods too. They're always on those ridges. Yeah. It's almost like two different beasts. Like down this way, you're more on like. They're relating to, you don't have like the long flows, drainages, mm-hmm. like up north. So, you know, they're in that steep terrain where it's like, why would a deer live here? But they do. Oh, yeah. You know, you have 50 yard wide flats with six oak trees on it and there's a pile of deer right there. Yeah. And it's a cliff on either side. Sure. Right? You know, one, two ways in and out. Right. And then you'll get up north where there's swamps and they're on the hills above the swamps and in the swamps. So, yeah. Um, they relate to whatever habitat they're going to, you know, depending on the area. Yeah. Right. If we had swamps down here like that, I don't know if they'd be in it. There probably would be some in there and some on the mountains. Right. You ever and shot then, a buck in the swamps? Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of – I've shot a lot of them in swamps. A lot of them in swamps. A lot swamps. of them in swamps. Yeah. You probably – if I guess I would have patternable, like, where I've shot them, a lot of them probably in the swamps. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's where they go. That where I hunt, a lot of times that's where they are. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, definitely. Um what are some some good lessons you've learned over the years? What are some hunts that stick out where you, where even you were kind of surprised by what you learned? Maybe if that helps you. So I've learned from the deer like how the things they'll do to get away from you. They don't think we're they think we follow them by scent. So after you've jumped one, you know he's trying to shake you off. They'll be going and they love water. They'll mm-hmm. go to a stream. They'll go to a brook. They'll mm-hmm. jump in a lake. 
And we have not experienced it yet because we just haven't tracked enough bucks yet. But right. everybody, all the seasoned guys talks about oh, you will. they'll use water. Yeah. So they'll go in a brook. They'll walk up it. They'll walk down it. They'll get out. They use other deer tracks. They love to get mixed in. They'll backtrack. I had one where we hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I was tracking him. I learned a lot from him. He kept. He would run out, and his track would disappear. And I'm like, what? Because this is a running track in powder snow. I'd come back. Look, he'd jump. He'd come back, you know. 20 yards jump eight ten feet off to the side from his track like turn right around yeah running track would you love to see him doing jump this off to the side <laughs> and he did that like i wouldn't have thought anything of it and i didn't the first time i it took me a while to find like did he fly you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then um yeah. and then i found it and he did it throughout the rest of the day yeah really? so that's hmm. awesome yeah that's crazy it's yeah they, the yeah. stuff they do to so you know that they love water they love mixing. They circle. You know, they just like to get things up. It is very cool to see how you can be in a place that feels so foreign to you. And it seems like he's just he's just trying to get away from you, and he has no real game plan in mind, but he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And that's how he's constantly It's all circling. instinctual. Sure. You know, what they've done before to get away from coyotes is what they do to get away from right. us. Right. And that's what will get them killed, though, because, you know, they'll be waiting on a ridge looking. Mm-hmm. And that's when you'll kill them. And we've mm-hmm. talked a lot, too, about how we might spend a lot of time hunting a certain area, like especially where our camp was, and we might know it really well. But he lives out there 24-7, 365. Yeah. And, I mean, if anybody's got it figured out, it's certainly him, especially when it comes to how the wind moves in certain spots for him or, or places he's been to and got himself in trouble and those, those kind of things. They're, when they are in their element and bedded, it's – very hard to get them mm-hmm. where they bet. Right. They'll beat you 99% you of the up. time. Yeah. You got to get them up and out. You can, and and I don't do it anymore, but I have done it, is like when they're on these ridges that we're talking about and you're tracking him and he's going up. Mm-hmm. He's looking down for you. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You can kill him in his bed from above. Yeah. And I've done that a couple times. And I think that's – you're really shedding some good light on that because I think we're constantly tracking – to shoot the buck in his bed and that's just not all that realistic you can't get caught up on that being it does happen well of course it does happen and i've shot i don't know how many i've shot in their bed but probably like half a dozen maybe right like actually laying in their bed right um they'll be standing in their bed and shoot him but he's up yeah he's gonna go sure i just happened to shoot him before he ran right um most of the time they're running shots yep but you're close enough at that point when you're you know 30 yards from him and he jumps up you're in the game now right unless it's the thickest thickest swamp you're Mm -hmm. gonna get a shot and that's all you're hoping for is to get close enough to get a running shot yep versus you know if you don't roll him in his bed while he's sleeping right which happens you ever had a buck just be sleeping right in his bed so yeah um it's i'll tell a quick story i had already i was already tagged out it was thanksgiving and my brother-in-law i'll tell it (laughs) so we went down. There's a nice buck track cross road. Big one. There was a big one on this mountain. Big one. It was that really big one, you know, that <laughs> yeah. I was telling you about. Big, big one. <laughs> well, I found it. His track crossed the road going into that parking lot. And I'm like, no kidding. Fresh snow. We're going to kill him. Yeah. So I brought him along. I had my gun too. Bears walk out. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we're walking up in, and I, this, it was textbook. You know, it's feeding. I'm like, he's right here. So. And I don't know if I should – I'm not even going to say this on there. But I said, if you see a deer, it's him. 
Yeah. You know? Sure. So we come over the hill, and I was just a step ahead of him, and I look, and there's this beauty laying there, looking downhill. He had fed up like this, and this is when they make a mistake. They feed up, feed up. They find themselves feeding back down, and then they lay down looking down. Sure. So they're not looking on their backtrack Mm -hmm. anymore. They're looking down the hill. Mm -hmm. And that's perfect. You're going to kill him. And we come up, and there he was. And he was, I'll never forget it. He was probably 40 yards away, maybe, chewing his cud, eyes closed, looking downhill. Mm. Chest, too. Yeah. Like this and like this. Yeah. And I'm like, there he is. I go, he's right there. He couldn't see him. He's looking way out, you know. Sure. I'm like, he's right there. Sleeping. He's laying right there. He's like, I can't see him. You know, it's it's that's not understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this this deer's gonna know we're here soon. And he go, He's right there. You got it. And I said a little out. I go, He's right there. You have to shoot him right now. And when I said that, that deer looked at us. And when it looked, he saw him instantly the second he moved. Right. Right. It was open hardwoods. He goes, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he shot and he just gave him a haircut. Yeah, the worst. So, two more shots were fired at it as it was running, but yeah, um, but we never got that deer. But yeah, he was laying right there sleeping on that same mountain. Um, my brother, I had drank too much the night before, so <laughs> and I had already shot some deer, so I didn't go out. And he come, you want to go hunting? No, I'm not going hunting. It was muzzleloader season, right? And there was a big one in there. My brother-in-law went in, and he come. I just shot into a good one. I'm like, oh, I can't. All right. <laughs> so we go in there. Well, he didn't shoot into it that good. So um, we got on another track, and me and my brother, and I'm going along, going along, and there's a buck laying there, and it wasn't huge. I don't remember what it was, but it was laying there, and it was, it was sleeping with its eyes closed. And I pulled up to shoot it, and I shot in my muzzle loader. Only, like, one of the pellets went off, so it went, thump. And it, it made like a thump, and it came out with the sabot, and the powder was burning on the set. It was like, looked like a Roman candle, and it flew out. And the deer looks at us like this, and I'm like, I'm yelling, shoot him. And my brother was laughing so hard, he couldn't even shoot the thing. And that deer walked off. So those were two sleeping ones, and we weren't being quiet. It was yeah. just perfect conditions. Sure. Uh, I shot a six-pointer one time, no brow tines. He was sleeping in his bed. I, fo- I rolled him, but it was the same thing. He fed up and went down, and I was above him. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what my well, buck did this year. He kind of came up, and it, he got to a point where I, when I was tracking, I'm like, he's going to be up there. I couldn't see up there, but I'm like, he's going to be up there. Perfect point yeah. on this little side hill bench in some real steep country. And I got up to that point, and sure enough, he just went down far enough to where he wanted to look down the hill like you were talking about, and that's where he was bedded, looking yep. down, chewing his cut. Yeah, we, so I have done it in the past, and it, it's actually worked, and I just don't really know why I get away from it, but... In situations like that where it's like, I know he's here, it's like, has he already seen me? Or do I spend the time to circle above? Mm-hmm. Because I've circled above and I've gotten them like that, but just as many times, if not more, I've wasted more time because they either were like, went that way or, you know, sure. I did a big loop for nothing. So you're familiar with the J-hook. Yeah. That they, And this is what you're talking You're avoiding the J-hook by leaving his track, right? Well, yeah, so pretty much. Pretty much. And you've been successful that way. It's worked, but I now I would say now I've ditched that and I just stay on it. Yeah. I don't I stay on it. Okay. I'd rather get him up out of his bed. Yeah. Somewhere else. Sure. Yeah. Somewhere more else. To you, more to your advantage. Because I've just I've spent time where it's like I left it and then 
I've wasted time and he didn't even bed down. Mm-hmm. Maybe he fed and just kept walking. And you wouldn't know that, yeah. you know, if you were sneaking, whatever. But, yeah, it's tough on them ledges. You ever have to come back on your own track because you just cannot find him when you left them? Yeah, I do a loop. You do a loop. Yeah, and then you know he's there. Sure. Now he's right. Now you know he's there. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've done that. Okay. I do that a lot when they get mixed up when there's a big mess of tracks. Like when they're that's a, sometimes it's a big loop though. Oh. But then you too you you come. I've gone out, done that at the end of the day, and come back. Well, I wasn't even on the same track because you know I'm doing a loop and three quarters of the way around the loop, loop another buck came in, and I'm on his track coming out. So it's yeah. all yeah. And it's it's tough. You're trying to age. It's like. Which one's the fresher one? Yeah. Which one do you want to go with? Right. Yep. I and then you got to make those calls. You'll be coming across. You're on a big track and you're going, and you'll come across. It's like, well, this one's bigger. This one's still a big one, and this one's fresher. Do I go? Or you're on a big one that you think is a day and a half old. This one's six hours old. Mm-hmm. It's not as big, but mm-hmm. it might have. It might be a ten pointer. You don't know. Right. 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 You don't know. These are all the things you got, and you're gonna yeah. be like, oh yeah. Ah. And I've done it where it's like. I followed him for 15 minutes, and I'm like, no, I got to go back. Sure. You know, Boy, well, tracking really helps you hone your decision-making skills because you're making decisions the entire yeah. time you're out there. But yeah. you've got to make them quick. That, you, yeah. can't, you can't you spend too much time. I, I like what's not to cut you off, but I like what you said about how you circle up around them, especially when they're looking over their backtracks. We talk about all the time hunting up on deer, hunting uphill on deer versus hunting downhill on deer. Downhill kills them. It, yes. Exactly, like yeah. 99.9% yeah. of the time when a deer is looking over his backtrack, and that's just common sense just thinking about it, like he's going to see you coming yeah. versus if you're going up and around him, hooking around and hunting back down on him. It just makes a ton yeah. of sense to me. Yeah. Halloween week, if it's raining, I get out of work early, I'm going right to the top of the mountain, and hunting I'm down. still hunt down it. Right. Mm-hmm. I've shot I've shot bucks doing that. What, what's still hunting for you? Just poking along. Yeah. Just looking. Just look for them. Sure. It's no different of a pace than when you're tracking. You grunt or anything? Not really. No. I don't think I'm any good at it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't like carrying the grunt tube either. Sure. I sh- it works. I, sh- I know it works. But yeah. I just, no. The thing is, is you all- just look, 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 always. We've also talked about having a wood's eye. Like, sometimes it's really difficult to, you have to put yourself in the zone because he'll be laying right there, and if you're not, if you don't have a good wood's eye, you can't pick him out when he's laying right there, just like your brother. Buck yeah. was right there. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to just get and, your and eye anybody, to look that and, way. And you don't know how many you miss because you don't know. Uh, Nobody uh, else is there absolutely. with you to see it. So Absolutely. You know, you yep. look over them. You look, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're looking out, but they're right here in front of you, yep. and, you know, it's easy to miss. And then Buck's... You know, yeah, you can get them out in the open sometimes. Yep. After you've jumped them, yep. they're peaking. I had a right. buck come in on me early archery this year. I watched him bed down about 30 yards from my stand. After I'd, And he was a small buck. I wasn't going to shoot him anyways. But he bedded down against the log. When I was done for the morning, I wanted to get out. I climbed down out of my stand. I could not find that buck. And I just watched him for an hour bedded behind that log. I couldn't see him once I got out of my stand. He was right there. Yeah. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's that easy. Yeah. They blend in well. Yeah. No, they absolutely do. Oh, Do you bow hunt at all? Not really. No, no, no. I don't. I, I, my time I save for rifle hunting because mm-hmm. I, you know, I've gave right. I gave up bow hunting and stuff. So I do the family stuff, and then mm-hmm. when we we're talking yeah, about sense. kids or that stuff, you gotta sure. you gotta make sacrifice. So I don't care about bow hunting. Do the girls get excited when dad comes home with a buck? Yeah, there's. Yeah, I guess. Sure. <laughs> as excited as you're gonna get. Yeah. 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 That's cool, man. Awesome. Catch a little flack from the wife about the size. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She don't care. She don't care anyway. She's like, yep, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> the family like eating venison. Oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh awesome. yeah. 
My kids don't. My wife does, though. Good. Yeah, she yeah. likes it more than me. Perfect. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it'll grow on grow on the kids. In yeah, time. they don't eat anything but mac and cheese and hot dogs. Right. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. we're running on like almost two great. hours here, but <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was, was awesome, man. man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah. And, no uh, problem. We're looking forward to maybe having you back in the future if you want to come back. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Great. It was fun. All so. right, guys. So we're going to end it there. Um, as always, go uh, give us a like and follow on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under Adirondack Bucks and Beyond. And thanks for listening, guys. See you. See you.